KMAB Sports presents live coverage of Mayville State University Comets football. Brought to you by the Comets Sports Sponsors and by the KMAB Sports Boosters. We ask you to patronize our sponsors or at the very least stop in and thank them. They're the ones who bring you Mayville State Comets football. Now let's go to the game. Here's the voice of Comets football, Mike Keating. Good afternoon. Welcome along. We're at Jerome Berg Field. I'm with Terry Lipsy this afternoon as Mayville State getting set to take on Dickinson State. Uh, let's just jump into the lineups right away because uh, we'll get interrupted with the uh, national anthem and whatnot. Lineups are brought to you on KMAB by the Goosefer Bank of Mayville, Hillsborough, and Hatton. First, let's look at the Dickinson State offense. At left tackle for the Blue Hawks is Adrian Phillips, 6'3", 325, a junior from Madras, Oregon. The left guard is Meyer Bone, 6'2", 255, a junior from Bismarck. At center is Kelly Cott, 6'2", 270, a junior from Kaneohe, Hawaii. At right guard, Lane Malay, 6'2", 285, a junior from Casper, Wyoming. At right tackle, Jacob Elmore, 6'3", 275, a junior from Louisville, Kentucky. At tight end, Hazer Bergda, 6'1", 210, a sophomore from Buffalo, South Dakota. At flanker is Dalton Reed, 5'11", 185, a sophomore from Miles City, Montana. At fullback is Jake Hardy. 5'11", 200, a sophomore from Beach. The tailback is Myron Moore, 5'9", 200, a senior from L.A., California. And at quarterback is Kayla Ray, 6'5", 200, a sophomore from Glendale, Arizona. We'll meet the starting offense for Mayville State after this from the Goose River Bank. Did you know the Goose River Bank is the oldest state bank in North Dakota? We may be old, but certainly not old-fashioned. The Goose River Bank offers mobile banking for your convenience. Enjoy banking on the go. Check your account balance, find an ATM, and all your other banking needs right from your smartphone. Go to m.gooseriverbank.com on your phone today. Strong bank, strong communities. The Goose River Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. From Abel State, their offensive line, the left tackle, is Israel Evans, 6'4", 298, a freshman from Tampa, Florida. And left guard, Greg Epps, 5'11", 310, freshman from Grand Rapids, Michigan. The center is Jordan Melendo, 5'8", 325, a sophomore from Chula Vista, California. The right guard, Malcolm Glover, 5'11", 240, a senior from Houston, Texas. And the right tackle is Danelle Lafatu, 6'2", 335, a freshman from Hawaii. The wide receivers from Mayville State are Dontrell Horn, 6'3", 180, a sophomore from Miami, Florida. Lance Jackson, 6'1", 195, a junior from Scott, Arkansas. Daquan Morris, 5'10", 195, a freshman from Madison, Wisconsin. And also Jacob Lawrence, 5'8", 167, a junior from Anchorage, Alaska. The running back will be Rashad Flanders, 6'195", a senior from Miami, Florida. And that quarterback will be John Poppy. 
Poppy is 5'11", 175, a senior from Eau Claire, Washington, Humboldt, Wisconsin. That seems where Eau Claire usually is, Wisconsin. Those are your uh, starting offenses. Uh, Harry caught the starting defense from Mayville State. Uh, would you like to give that to us, Harry? Uh, yes, on uh, the defensive line from Mayville State will be uh, Brogan Thorne. He is a 6'2", 245 junior from Delco, Idaho. Uh, also on the defensive line is Aaron Moose Johnson. He, uh, he goes 6'6", 275. He's a junior from New London, Minnesota. Also uh, on the, the defensive line from Mayville State, this afternoon is uh, number 54, Napoleon Quintana. He's a freshman out of Phoenix, Arizona, 5'11", 217. Um, also, uh, and then on the linebacking core, because they like to go with a 3-3-5, uh, a on the linebacking core is Travis Algren, and he's a senior out of Alaska, and he is 6'1", 203 pounds. And then Jacob Gross, also a senior, number 43, the linebacker for the Comets, 5'10", 210 out of Barnesville, Minnesota. Number five, Darian Bishop, and uh, he is a uh, 5'10", 190-pound senior. And then the defensive backfield, number 10, John Moore. He's 5'9", 180 from Miami, Florida. Will Irvin is a 6'1", 178-pound sophomore from Cerritos, California. And then there's also uh, rounding out the defensive lineup is 5'8", 199-pound freshman, uh, Jason Smith, and he's from Moreno Valley, California. Thank you for that, Harry. Uh, Lamps, as you mentioned, brought to you on KMAV by the Goose River Bank, Natal, Hillsboro, and Hatton. Well, if we go by the uh, schedule they gave us, we're about a minute away from the National Anthem. As, uh, we're awaiting both teams coming back on the field. Natal State comes into this ball game at 2-2. Two and two. They uh, lost a couple of conference games right away and then uh, a couple of non-conference wins. They beat Trinity Bible College 47-34 two weeks ago. And then last week they beat Haskell Indian Nations University 47-20. Dickinson State comes into this ballgame at 1-3. and three. They uh, opened up with losses at Rocky Mountain College and Montana State University Northern. They then uh, went on the road to beat Waldorf 27-23 and lost last week to Valley City State in uh, a non-conference game, 33-21. to You know, Dickinson State uh, playing a very tough conference, uh, non-conference schedule right away, specifically, you know, uh, Rocky Mountain always is a very good program, as does Montana State University Northern. So a good non-conference schedule for, uh, for Dickinson right off the bat. And uh, Dickinson last year only won one game, and that was a uh, three-touchdown victory over co-conference champion Jamestown. Uh, Jamestown and Valley City were the uh, co-champs last year in the North Star. Jamestown did have the win over Valley City head-to-head. Looking at the standings this year, a uh, four-way tie atop the conference at 1-0 in conference play. Valley City, Presentation, Jamestown, and uh, Dickinson State. Uh, Dakota State and Waldorf are tied for fifth place at 1-2 and and Mayville State right now uh, in the cellar at 0-2 in conference play, but uh, plenty of conference games left to get that turned around. It's uh, really exciting for the North Star, you know, to have seven teams and uh, have some uh, some new uh, competition in Dickinson and Waldorf. I think it's an exciting time for the conference. You know, with seven teams, uh, automatic qualifier if the uh, conference champion is uh, ranked in the top 20 at the end of the season. And uh, still 
couple teams that may be uh, in it. Uh, Valley City and Presentation both with one loss. I'm guessing that any more than that, uh, conference championship's not going to be enough to get into the postseason. Definitely. It's definitely a wrinkle compared to the other sports that you need to be ranked in that top 20. So uh, uh, it's definitely interesting to follow the rankings from week to week. Dickinson State is back out on their sideline. It looks like Mayville State's getting set to come out through their tunnel. As uh, just over three minutes to go on the warm-up clock, I believe we're already past the scheduled time for the national anthem. The field is looking great today. I mean, it's a beautiful day, but the field just looks fantastic. Yeah, the uh, field does look great. Um, a little greener in some spots than others, but uh, if you had seen it this summer and uh, see it now, you'd say, oh, my, I can't believe they, uh, they got it to this point. And so they had a little bit of grass crisis here over the summer. No, they've done a good job. It looks really nice, and, uh, yeah, it's an exciting home game. I mean, you can't ask for uh, better weather this time in September. And the Comets slowly coming through the tunnel onto the field. Decent crowd on hand. Still uh, plenty of seats available. They're looking for something to do. Um, a decent crowd from Dickinson. You don't always see a lot of fans on the opposing side of the field, but a good crowd. Uh, there were some Dickinson fans here when we got here out in the parking lot about an hour ago. You know, Dickinson has a strong football tradition and a strong fan base because of that. And they're going to bring some people wherever they go. And the comment now emerged from the tunnel. They'll come over to the sideline. We should get the uh, national anthem. Comets will be wearing their blue jersey tops today with white numerals outlined in black and gray pants, white helmets. With the uh, stripe, Dickinson State, white jerseys, navy blue numbers and pants, and silver helmets. I believe Mayville State is riding a one-game win streak against Dickinson. The uh, last time they played. Yep, the, the last uh, conference contest between these two teams, Mayville State ended up uh, with a victory. I, uh, I believe that was on the road. I, I believe you might be right. And those, I believe the only time they beat Dickinson in the uh, Dakota Athletic Conference uh, era. So uh, it, it's really exciting to have both these teams kind of refuel that, uh, that uh, kind of rivalry game. Should be, uh, should be exciting. It, uh, I know the schedule the last few years have, has been successful, but it's been missing some of those uh, rivalry matchups. Captains from both teams out at uh, midfield right now. Looks like we'll get the coin toss first. Mayville State will be home again next week. Uh, their homecoming game against Presentation. And after that, they play Valley City, Jamestown, Dickinson, all on the road, and then Valley City and Jamestown at home to end the season. It'll be really interesting for Mayville State fans to have a chance to look at Presentation. You know, they're in their fourth year of having a uh, a program, and two years ago when they came, I mean, uh, it's a completely different uh, team than it was two years ago. They really put a lot of uh, time, effort, and uh, funds into the program, and it's going to be interesting to see where the Saints are at next week. Dickinson State will receive the start of the ball game. They'll go towards the concession stand, and which I guess would be the west end of Jerome Bird Field. We're going to get the National Anthem. We'll be back in the close to the kickoff when we return in two minutes. Mayville State University is celebrating 125 years of personal service this year. Join in the homecoming 2014 festivities October 3rd through 5th. 
Honor the Athletic and Performing Arts Hall of Fame inductees. Dance to the fabulous downtown horns. Attend the football and volleyball games. Enjoy a fun homecoming parade. See all the details at mayvillestate.edu slash homecoming 2014. Check it out. Yes, you. Listen, do you hear that sound? Of course you don't. It's the sweet silence of safe, dependable propane heating your home. I should know. I'm the Senex guy. Proud representation of efficient Senex propane as well as a symbol for the many fine Senex fuels and lubricants that grant you all the energy you need to do all the things that need doing. Senex. Our energy comes through. And it's fantastic. See your local Senex guy at Farmers Union Oil in Portland. Northwood Deacon is Health Center, serving the area's health care needs with new medical clinics located in Northwood, Laramore, and Binford. Family nurse practitioners seeing both new and current patients include Condita Ness, Brian Tweet, Heidi Shannon, and Liz Sandberg. Dr. John Berg continues to see patients in the ER, hospital, and nursing home. For appointments at the Northwood Clinic or Binford Clinic, call 587-6900 or at the Laramore Clinic, 701-431-2999. Northwood Deaconess Health Center's new clinics located in Northwood, Laramore, and Binford, working hand-in-hand for better health. Northwood Deaconess Health Center is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Miller's Fresh Deals, Miller's Fresh Foods this week. Coke products, 20-pack, 12-ounce cans, assorted varieties for $5.69. Fresh celery, $1.29 each, and a five-pound box of farmland pork riblets, $6.99. Miller's Fresh Foods, Mayville, Hatton, and Cooperstown. The Red River Valley's KMAV-FM, Mayville, North Dakota, a KMSR Inc. station, on air at 105.5 and online at KMAV.com. Just about set to get underway. Back deep to return for Dickinson State, Dylan Scabo. And Seth Awoniak. Uh Kicking the ball away, it uh, looks like uh, number 34, uh, Central Valley product, um, Zach Seward. Set to kick the ball away. Good thing you remember his name because he's not on the roster as number 34. And uh, he's been the kicker this year for the Comets. Seward will approach the football, high end over and kick, short. Taken by Scabo at about the 10. He's up midfield, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. And he's tackled there by 83 for the Comets, Jacob Lawrence. Really good blocking that time from the Blackhawks. Uh, and the return did a good job of uh, following his block. But that, that's huge if you can uh, have 10 to 15 uh, yards to work with as a returner. So first and 10 for Dickinson State from their own 35-yard line. Just underway. To mention Dickinson State, 1-0 and in conference play. The Comets are 0-2. Comets have the better overall record. They're 2-2 two two on the air. Dickinson State, 1-3. As we said, uh, Maple State will be uh, showing a 3-3-5 here this afternoon. Three receivers right, one left, and the shotgun is Kayla Ray. Take handoff, Ray will pass short complete to Woniak and he'll be out near a first down. Yeah, nice stop there that time as uh, Urban came up and made the play for Mayville State, but uh, they gave him quite a bit of room to work with on that uh, on that screen. Nine yards on the reception, second and one. Dickinson right back up to the line. Woniak in motion, left to right. They'll toss it to him, sweep right side. He's got the first down and more. He's out to near midfield. It'll be about five-yard pickup. 
Yeah, he was kind of tripped up there by Jacob Gross. He uh, might have had some more room to work with if he didn't trip over Gross. But, uh, you know, Dickinson State wasting absolutely no time, which is no huddle offense here, Mike. First and 10 from the Dickinson 49. This is what uh, Waldorf did in the opening game of the season, just right back to the line, keep going with the plays. It worked very well for them. Handoff goes up the middle to the tailback, Myron Moore, and he's into Mayville State territory to about the 46. I think the key to this offense is that it really makes that defense uh, kind of on its heels and makes them work that much harder getting ready for the play. So, I mean, it definitely pushes the pace of the game. If uh, you recall, Waldorf ran almost 100 plays of offense against Mayville State. They had a very fast rhythm, and it uh, looks like Dickinson State's going to try to keep up with that pace. Moore, toss, sweep, left side. He's wrapped up in the backfield, and he'll be dropped for no gain. Yeah, nice stop that time by uh, number 23 for the Comets. Uh, um, I'm, we don't have exactly who that is, but uh, he did a good job of stepping up and in, in, uh, making the tackle. That's another blank spot on the roster. He maybe picked up about, about a half yard. It'll be third and about four for Dickinson State. A flanker and a receiver to the left. Twin receivers right. Moore in the backfield. Ray again from the shotgun. Iwoniak motions left to right. Rolling right, looking to throw his Ray. Now he's going to take off himself. He's got the first down. He slides at about the 38-yard line. Pick up of seven and another first down. Good recognition that time by Ray. He saw that he had six or seven yards, just what he needed for the first down. Slide or slid and got the yardage he needed and got a first down for Dickinson State. And now they're able to kind of get into that rhythm like you talked about, Mike. First and ten from the Maybell State 39, 13.06 to go first quarter. No score. Two in the backfield, twin receivers left, one right. Ray hands off to Moore. He's hitting the backfield, spun and dropped for a short loss. Really nice stop that time by Jacob Bros. Also uh, on the stop was uh, uh, number five for the Comets. So, I mean, they're doing a, a really nice job. One, the, the defensive, uh, the defensive backfield coming up and making those plays, that was also Darion Bishop on the tackle. Second and 12, three receivers left, one right for the Blue Hawks. Moore the deep back. Back to throw is Ray, setting up the screen pass. He'll get it to Moore in the backfield. He's across the 35 and forced out of bounds on the Blue Hawks sideline at about the 34. Pickup of eight on the screen pass. I think the challenge for Mabel State right now is to make something happen on the D line. Um, they're having, you know, five to six to seven yards each time before the linebackers and the defensive backs are able to come and. Uh, make the tackle. So trying to get pressure on the defensive line is going to be huge for Mago State. Dickinson back up to the line again. Still running no huddle. Three receivers left. One right. Third down and four yards to go. More moves from the right to the left of the quarterback, Ray. Ray hands it off to Moore. Right side. He's got the first down and more up the right sideline. He's inside the 20 and down around the 15-yard line. Again, there just wasn't much push from the uh, defensive line. Give credit to the uh, the offensive line from the Blue Hawks. They did a great job of uh, giving more all kinds of running room. First and ten Blue Hawks from the Maybelle State 15. And uh, more, he tried to do, uh, cut it back inside, but he dropped for no gain. Again, on that time, it was uh, Jacob Gross and uh, Darian Bishop doing a good job of... Uh, Wrap it up more in the back backfield. Second and ten. Okay, and three receivers left, one right. 
more to the left of the quarterback, Ray. Ray rolling left, looking to throw. Throws it short, complete to Oloniak inside the 10, and he's going to fight his way forward for another couple yards. It'll be third and short. Well, big, big shirt down play here, uh, deep in the Mago State territory. So uh, it, it could potentially be four down territory, too. I mean, it depends on uh, what Dickinson State decides if they get into that situation. Third down and three, ball on the eight-yard line. Dickinson State will go to the huddle. They uh, change some personnel. You know, one thing we were talking about uh, going into the game, Mike, was uh, Dickinson State has some size. Just looking at their uh, quarterback, Kiefer Ray, 6'5", 200 pounds, that's a, that's a big quarterback. Yeah, that's uh, one thing we mentioned that a lot of teams come in and look like they have a lot of size advantage over Mayville State. Hand off up the middle more, and he'll be close to a first down, maybe about a yard short. Yeah, nice stop that time uh, by the Comets. That was uh, number 15, Thorn Shore, or, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Thorin for uh, Nagel State University on the stop, and he made a really nice uh, tackle. It actually looks like he lost a yard, according to, to what they're showing. Picked up a yard, fourth and two, because it was third and three. You are correct. High <laughs> formation, double tight set. Under center is Ray. They'll go to Moore again. This time the ball comes out. And the Comets have it at about the two-yard line. Well, you're, uh, you know, you're really excited that as the Comets on the sideline, it's going to be a tough situation here on your own too. You're, you're looking to find a way to stay out of that end zone for safety. So, uh, you know, you're playing offense, but you're also playing defense to a point where you're just hoping to, to get positive yardage and not be pushed back. So Mabel State will take over, first and ten, what did you say, about the three-yard line? Yeah, about the two- or three-yard line. Uh, another challenge is, you know, Mabel State uh, runs a lot of the shotgun, so that can make it, you know, you're starting in your own end zone. Yeah, you've got to make sure you have good snap down here, and you got to get rid of the ball. Poppy under center, high formation for the Comets. Handoff goes up the middle. Is that Will Irvin? Not Will Irvin, uh... Homer Reed, there we go. Number three, not number two. And Reed will pick up the first down out to the 14-yard line. Yeah, Homer Reed uh, showed a very good burst. And give credit to the offensive line of Mayville State. They did a great job of getting some burst right off the line and giving plenty of running room to Reed. Handoff again goes up the middle. I believe Reed again. This time he'll lose a couple yards. You know, I think with that field position, I think Mayville State... Uh, you know, knew it would be a good opportunity to go through the eye formation, but I think it was also an opportunity for them to try something a little different because, in general, what I've seen this season is they go through that shotgun quite a bit. And it looks like they'll go into that shotgun now. Poppy will drop back. Rashad Flanders back in the, or into the game for the first time here for Maple State. Twin receivers left and right. Poppy looking to throw. Throws it short to Flanders on the right side, and he's tackled out of bounds in the Maple State sideline. A decent pickup of about nine yards on the reception. Finder showing this vertical a little bit there again. Uh, you know, very, very good athlete is Rashad Flanders, and uh, they're going to look to try to get him in open space as much as possible. There's a reason they moved him uh, over to the offensive side of the ball, a uh, dy dynamic player on either side of the ball. Poppy will throw incomplete into the Dickinson State sideline. The intended target was Daquan Morris. Really nice play call that time by Mabel State. He had him uh, open for the first down. He just wasn't able to quite hit him. So it'll be fourth down and about uh, 
a short four yards, I guess we'd call it. Thomas will be forced to punt as the ball is on their own 22. On to boot it away is Tyler Dolan. Back deep to return the punt is Dylan Scabo. Snap is there. Kick away. A low end over end punt. Scabo will take it at the 43 of Dickinson. And he'll be dropped at the 45. So it'll be first and 10 Blue Hawks from their own 45-yard line. You know, it was a, uh, a pretty low kick, and sometimes we worry about a big return, but give credit to the, the uh, coverage that time for the Comets. They did a pretty good job of containing them. 844 to go first quarter, no score, as uh, neither team able to cash in on their first time on offense. And, you know, it's really interesting what you talked about, Mike. Uh, you know, Dickinson State likes to go no huddle, but if you're not able to get into the end zone and not able to get into a rhythm, it really creates kind of an interesting uh, dynamic in the game. Back to pass, Ray's going to throw deep over the middle, and it's in and out of the hands of the intended target. Number 80, who was J.T. Keith, and the uh, defensive back able to get a pawn there and knock it away. Yeah, it's one of those plays you hear a lot in the NFL that you need to make a football move. He had the football, he had it secured, but he wasn't able to quite make a a couple steps to make a football move to have it, because if he would have, it would have been a fumble. Second and ten, receiver each way. Handoff goes up the middle to number two, I believe, Jesse Carney. Those are the kind of plays Mabel State's looking for. That time, uh, Aaron Moose Johnson came up, made a big stop for the defensive line. No gain on the play. It'll be third and ten. Well, that's that's the one thing you run into if you're going to run this quick no huddle. If you don't make a couple first downs, you're giving up the ball real quick. And now making your defense work. Twin receivers left and right. Awoniak will uh, motion from left to right. Ray is going to pass. Rolling right. It's got time. Steps up. Throws. And it's incomplete. Awoniak was the intended target. And it's fourth and ten. The uh, Blue Hawks will be forced to punt. You know, one of the keys to success for the defensive defense that time was the pressure put on. That time, Thorin uh, almost brought him down. And they, at least the quarterback, Ray, was feeling pressure and uh, had to get rid of the ball quickly. Josh Borman to punt the ball away. He's uh, wearing his uh, 17 now. We had uh, been told by the Dickinson radio guy, Rod Klein, and he had forgotten his jersey at the hotel in Fargo, and his parents were bringing it, and they obviously got it here on time. A high spiraling punt taken by Flanders at the 14. Dances at the 15, trying to get up the right side, 20, 25. And he's pushed into the Mayville State sideline Close to the 30, but there's a flag down. Yeah, it's going to be blocking at the back. It looks at about the 27-yard line, Mike. Uh, and it's too bad because uh, Flanders actually passed that point already, and it didn't look like the tackler was probably uh, going to be able to make the play. The uh, flag repositioned so that it's playing on the 33, which is actually out ahead of the play. Block in the back. Only first down, Mayville State, as they walk off the penalty. Nice return that time by Flanders. He uh, made a really nice initial move to get some open space. So the ball will get walked back to the 11-yard line. That sound about right, Harry? Yep, that's uh, that's right. And right now it brings an interesting dynamic because Mayville State really hasn't had very good uh, 
had a good field position to start. So they're looking for a big drive to maybe switch that game a little bit. Poppy in the shotgun, three receivers left, one right. Poppy will take off up the middle and not much there as the Blue Hawks are waiting for him. Gamp maybe a yard on the QB keeper. Yeah, this is a key drive for Maple State to uh, try to establish their rhythm because obviously Wickenson State's been able to uh, get their no-huddle kind of going. Maple State's trying to kind of figure out their identity and their offensive identity in the football game. Poppy picked up two at second and eight. Twin receivers left and right. Flanders in the backfield. Poppy looking to throw. Short pass incomplete between two receivers over on the left side. You know, this is uh, Poppy's third game of the year at a quarterback for Maple State. You know, this is going to be the toughest defense he's seen so far, and uh, Dickinson State's going to bring a challenge for him. 7.08 to go, first quarter. No score. Yeah, flag lane limp above the scoreboard there. Uh, the uh, little uh, cloth piece on the goalpost blowing around a little bit. It is a pretty warm day here. Poppy looking to throw. Short pass is intercepted. Number 25 for the Blue Hawks on the pick, Awapogi. And uh, that time there were uh, three Blue Hawks in the area and one Comet. I mean, it just wasn't a very good ratio. Even if it's a perfect pass, I don't know if it was going to be completed. That's uh, one where Poppy maybe thought he saw something, tried to force one in. Uh, too many Blue Hawks in the area. And it will be first and 10 Dickinson State from the Mayville State 25. You know, it's really tough to work against bad field position. It's really tough at defensively to work with uh, being on the field all the time. And those are two things Mayville State's going to have to fight here today. Hand off up the middle, Jesse Carney, and he'll be dropped for a short loss. Yeah, nice, uh, nice job. The defensive line is starting to step up a little bit. Right away, I, you heard a lot of linebackers making plays, defensive backs, but that time Johnson again stepped up and made a nice play for the Comets. Twin receivers left, one right. Carney in the backfield. Pistol look for Dickinson State. Now they'll look over to the sideline quick. You know, they might want to start taking their time or trying to work because. You know, rushing, it hasn't really worked so far here for Dickinson today. Now they'll shift the tight end from the right to the left, and now they're shifting the receiver around, and Dickinson State's going to need a timeout. Timeout brought to you on KMAV by Viking Insurance and Realty of Mayville. 6.18 to go, first quarter, no score. We're back in a minute. Are you looking for high-quality, affordable health care? Valley Community Health Centers is a perfect choice for individuals and families. Our local providers now offer a lab and x-ray services, DOT and sports physicals, flu shots, and much more. Valley Community Health Centers proud to welcome Rebecca Vegan and Lisa Hosh, both adult nurse practitioners, and Pamela Rustfang, a pediatric nurse practitioner, to our family. We accept all insurance plans, ask about our sliding fee discount, prescription assistance, and personalized insurance assistance. Visit us at valleychc.org or call 587-6000 for more information. Valley Community Health Centers, caring for our community. College football scoreboard on KMSR fifteen twenty AM right now. Twenty one seventeen, Georgia leads Tennessee, ten oh five to go third quarter. Other games in action in the top twenty five. Michigan State leads Wyoming forty two to fourteen. Tough day for Craig Bowl. Twenty to ten, Wisconsin leading South Florida late third quarter. And Kansas State has a thirty eight nothing lead on UTEP. Let's go back to Mike and Harry. Second and 11, a five-yard completion to Dalton Reed on the Mayville State sideline. Make it third and six. 
big play here. Uh, Dickinson State had third down opportunities in their first drive, but weren't able to uh, to cash in to get into the end zone. Ray rolling right. He's going to take off himself. He's got the first down as he gets inside the 15 to the 14-yard line. Picked up six on the carry. You know, Ray doesn't look to, to run on any other down, but on third down, if he sees that opportunity to get that first down, he takes it and give him credit for that. And that was wide open on that run. First and 10 Blue Hawks from the Mayville State 13-yard line. Toss sweep to Carney, right side. And again, no room for Carney to run as he's dropped for no gain. That defensive line in Mayville State, again, is uh, stepping up. That time... Um, Johnson again on the stop, Thorin also in there. So uh, Nagel State making that adjustment, doing a pretty good job on the defensive line here. Oh, actually dropping back for a short loss. So second and along 11. Fake handoff. Ray looking to throw, and it's through the hands of his fullback incomplete. As uh, Ray turned around, he had a defender in his face. He tried to dump it to the fullback, and Jake Hardy dropped it. Totally third and 11. In that first drive, you had mentioned, Mike, Dickinson State was getting into a really nice rhythm. Now they're, they're struggling to get, you know, get yards, struggling to complete passes, and uh, this offense doesn't do real well if you can't get into much of a rhythm. Twin receivers left. Nick got three receivers left, one right. Looking to throw Ray. He'll throw it to the end zone, and he had his receiver open, but he overshot him incomplete. J.T. Keith was the uh, open man in the end zone. So it'll be fourth down, and it looks like uh, we'll get a field goal attempt. Uh, good coverage by number 10, John Lamore, as well. Uh, he uh, did a nice job. He was open, but I thought he did a, a pretty good job of sticking with his man. 32-yard attempt for Josh Form from the right hash. Doing dual kicking and punting duties today, and it sounded like he played a little wide receiver as well for the Blue Hawks. Snap is a good one. Kick is up. Plenty of distance, but no good. Wide to the right. There was some good pressure from the conference that time. It looked like there was at least a one or two defenders that were close to blocking that punt. So the field goal attempt, no good. So it'll stay scoreless. Thomas will take over. 5.06 to go here in the first quarter. And they'll start at their own 20-yard line, which is their best starting field position of the ball game. Mike, you have to give credit to the Mangle State defense. They did, have done a really nice job putting some tough situations here in the first quarter. Especially after that first drive where Dickinson went right down the field before coughing up. Mayville State's done a good job adjusting since. Pistol set for Mayville State. Handoff goes to the fullback up the middle. That Hayes. Yep, looks like Octavius Hayes on the carry. Octavius Hayes on the carry. A short gain of a yard. First carry for Hayes. You know, the big challenge right now is to find something, you know, find get something going here on the offense. Not only to help the offense, but also to help the defense. They've been on the field a lot in the sports quarter. Homer Reed takes the handoff from the fullback spot this time, and uh, nothing there. And Mayville State also runs a pretty similar offense. They don't do much huddling, Mike. So uh, it uh, could be a uh, kind of a long long first quarter because both teams get on it pretty quick. Third and about eight for Mayville State. A lot of plays here in the first quarter as both teams kind of run that hurry up no huddle offense. Comets again. That uh, pistol look. Flanders and Reed in the backfield. Twin receivers right, one left. Poppy is 
looking to throw, and he's taken down from behind. A short loss on the quarterback sack. It kind of looked like Poppy was thinking about passing, maybe thinking about running, but he uh, got run down from behind and loses the yard on the play. That was uh, William Cunningham that time for Dickinson. Uh, he's a junior linebacker from San, uh, San Jacinto, California. And, uh, you know, again, the linebackers for Dickinson doing a really nice job of, uh, of stepping up and not allowing the quarterback any time to throw. Tyler Dolan set to punt it away. He's standing on his own 10. Gets the kick away. It's into the Mayville State sideline. Not a great punt. It does get a good roll at the end and uh, finds its way across the uh, midfield stripe. And uh, the reason for that, you know, very high and not very long kick, uh, Dickinson State did an excellent job of putting pressure on. It was very close to being blocked, but give credit. He uh, was able to, to get the ball away, and it did take a Mayville State bounce. First and 10 Blue Hawks from their own 49. 3.20 to go first quarter. Still no score. Naval State looking to pick up their first conference win of the year. Dickinson State looking to go to 2-0 and in conference play. Double tight set. Receiver to each side. In the backfield is Carney. He'll take the handoff and again drop or loss. There's nothing between the tackles for the uh, Dickinson State running game. You know, that was in that first drive, they were able to run pretty well, and ever since, Mabel State's done an excellent job. That time it was again Thorne, and also number 99, Jason Harper, who did an excellent job of allowing no open running room for Dickinson. Carney unofficially four carries for minus five. Ray will throw short and complete on the right side. A receiver screened over the 13, and he's out past the first down marker and about to the Mabel State 37. You know, if that wasn't uh, for the stop, the last tackle there, he could have went a long ways, but uh, uh, Mabel State's uh, Skyler Berry, number 19, came up and made a nice stop. 17 yards and a first down. Back to throw, Ray. He's going to throw it deep up the right side. There's some contact, but it's incomplete. There is a flag out earlier in the play. Um, it looked like it could have been encroachment, but we'll see. It also maybe could have been false start. In case you're wondering, uh, no number 13 listed on the Dickinson State roster. A defensive penalty, five yards. First, uh, second penalty against Mayville State. So it'll be first and five for the Blue Hawks. Ball is at the Mayville State 31-yard line. 2.25 to go. No score. First quarter. Three receivers left. One right. Carney in the backfield. Ray fakes a handoff. Takes off up the middle and slides down with the first down at the 28-yard line. Ray's an athlete. Um, he does a really good job. Doesn't look to run too much. But when he has the opening, he'll take off, and uh, he's gotten the first down every time he's run it so far. Quickly up to the line, Dickinson State. Ray takes off again up the middle and picks up about five more. Uh, Ray obviously sees something in that defense because um, that play might have been designed, but there's been quite a few times that uh, he's taken a look at the defense, nothing's open, and he just takes off. Second and five on the 17-yard line. Ray hands it off to Carney. Left side this time. He does pick up some yardage inside the 15 to about the 12. It'll be a first down. You know what? Uh, you were mentioning before there wasn't much room inside uh, 
but it looks like they found a spot between the garden and tackle on that left side, and they've been uh, taking advantage of that the last two or three plays here. First and ten from the 11. Three receivers right, one left. Thomas uh, line moves a little bit. Now Dickinson State will stand up and look to the sideline for a play. So plenty of time on the play clock. Still over ten seconds. Carney, the running back, repositions himself. Hand off. Carney up the middle. This time he finds a hole. He'll go into the end zone pretty much untouched. An 11-yard touchdown run for Jesse Carney makes it 6 to nothing. Blue Hawks with a minute 17 to go here in the first quarter. You know, I have to believe that a big part of that is just how much the defense has had to be on the field for Eagle State. Uh, that's the fourth possession here in the first quarter. And, uh, you know, in that first possession, there was at least 10-15 plays. So they've had to play a lot here in the first quarter. Dickinson runs... Uh, Swinging gate. Now they'll uh, position back into the kicking formation. Borm will try to put it through the uprights this time. Snap is there. Kick is up. Dead knuckles through. Minute 17 to go. First quarter on the BW Motors scoreboard. It's the Blue Hawks 7, Mayville State nothing. We'll be back in a minute. Hello, this is Corey McGillis with Mayport Insurance, and we would like the opportunity to compete for your insurance coverage. If you are looking for service and value on your home, auto, farm, crop, or health insurance, we have the ability to customize a plan for you. Now is the perfect time to make sure you have the coverage you need to protect the assets you own. Call Mayport Insurance at 800-448-7999 to give us the opportunity to go to work for you. Mayport Insurance, looking out for your best interest always. As a producer, you look for a team that can get the job done for your operation. Drain tile, ditch cleaning, demolition. Get it all done in one call. Call the pros at Chad's Excavating of Mayville. Chad's Excavating has 22 years of experience, equipment for any project, and RTK GPS software to survey, map, and complete your projects fast. Call Chad's Excavating 701-430-0182. That's 701-430-0182. Chad's Excavating, helping farmers grow. This is KMAV, Mayville, Portland, 105.5 FM. Your home for the National Football League. Back deep to return for Mayville State, Rashad Flanders and Lance Jackson. Uh, Josh Borm has the ball teed up. As the Blue Hawks score on a 51-yard scoring drive, an 11-yard touchdown run for Jesse Carney. And we get a whistle before the kick. Delay of game against Dickinson. Thought it was taking form quite a while to get the ball off. So they'll back Dickinson State up five yards, and they'll kick from the 30. I think one thing, uh, one key here for Mayville State is going to be to get the ball into uh, your playmaker's hands, if it's special teams, if it's offense. And going in the game, that sure looks to be Rashad Flanders. Uh, Rashad Flanders has picked to uh, play in a postseason bowl game, I saw earlier this week. Lance Jackson will return the kick from inside his 10. He's at the 15, 20, 25, 30, trying to get outside to the left, and he'll be tackled at about the 36. You know, a nice return that time by Jackson, and that's going to be, you know, I think Mago State has athletes once he can get them into space, and that's going to be the trick here. If they can find some open room, I think Mago State will be fine offensively. It's just finding that open running room. Thomas will have it first and 10 from their own 37. Pistol set again for Mayville State. Twin receivers left and right. Flanders behind the quarterback. Poppy now moves to his right. Takes handoff. Pass over the middle. Complete to Dontrell Horn near the first down marker. He's still fighting. 
but uh, doesn't pick up any additional yardage. Nice pass that time by uh, by Poppy, and Horn did a good job of going up. I don't know if you knew this, Mike, but uh, Horn was a favorite target of Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater at uh, Miami Northwestern. I did not know that. So, uh, Vikings starting quarterback this week, so something a little interesting. Second and about a half yard for Mayville State. Again, twin receivers left and right. Poppy will hand it to Flanders, sweep to the left, trying to pick his way now back to the center. He's wrapped up deep in the backfield, gets free. Takes off to the left. He's across midfield. Cuts back 45. And he's down at the Dickinson 40. Great job there uh, turning a big loss into a uh, 12-yard gain on the first down. What an impressive run that time by uh, by Flanders. Because I think the whole crowd was shaking their heads. Why is he going backwards? And somehow he finds a way. You know, the uh, Dickinson State player, I think, got a hold of the towel that Flanders had in his waist because he pulled the towel out, and then Flanders got away. First and ten comets from the Dickinson 40. Three receivers right, one left. Poppy fakes the handoff, throws short to the right side, complete to Jackson to the 35-yard line. Uh, Mayville State offense, uh, offensive coaching staff, obviously seeing something in that defense for Dickinson State. You know, they're able to... uh, to, to get that last run, and now they're able to use the play action out of it and get a short route, but still a successful route for a, a gain of about six, seven yards. We have a uh, injured player at the end of the quarter, but uh, we're at the end of one on the VW Motors scoreboard. Dickinson State 7, Mayville State nothing. We'll be back with the second quarter in a minute. Goose River Dental and Mayville reminds you, don't ignore your teeth or they'll go away. Keep your smile healthy and beautiful with regular visits to the dentist. From tooth whitening, fillings and crowns, to sealants and more, Goose River Dental gives you the quality dentistry and exceptional customer service you deserve. Contact Goose River Dental Office today at 788-4064 or 1-800-786-4064 for an appointment. Visit our website for more information, gooseriverdental.com. New patients are always welcome at Goose River Dental in Mayville. Mayport Hardware Hank now is your local store for GE Hot Point Appliances. Stop in at Mayport Hardware Hank and check out the latest GE Hot Point washers, dryers, refrigerators, freezers, and microwaves. They still carry all the other great items as always, but now you can buy GE Hot Point Appliances at Mayport Hardware Hank, downtown Mayville. College football on KMSR, 15.20 a.m. this afternoon, 2.45 to go third quarter. Number 12, Georgia, leads Tennessee 21-17. Later on this afternoon at 3.45 on KMSR, we will have Stanford in action against Washington. Back to Mike and Harry. Second down, a uh, halfback uh, pass. Uh, Who's the player involved there, Harry? Uh, Lopez? Uh, Yes. um, I'll try to get it. He... Like you said, he was he Another. was on the roster earlier in the week, but I cannot find him. I know he's a quarterback wide receiver out of uh, Chicago. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, pass incomplete. It's now third and four, Mayville State, on the Dickinson 34. Twin receivers left and right. Flanders in the backfield with Poppy. Poppy will throw short over the middle. He had a receiver wide open, and he overshot him. Lance Jackson incomplete. And it will be fourth and four. A good play call. Uh, I mean, he was wide open, good play call by the coaching staff. You just have to ex- execute that. That's, uh, that's a pass that requires a little bit more touch, and Poppy just fired it, and it would have been about a five-yard completion for the first down. Comet's going for it on fourth down. 
twin receivers left and right. Poppy looking to throw, pressure coming, he's hit as he throws, but it's into the sideline, incomplete. Again, Jackson, the intended target, and the ball overthrown, and it'll be a turnover on down. Back to the Blue Hawks. You know, uh, and that was a drive that at least showed that Maple State could hold on to the ball uh, for a couple uh, first downs and uh, at least get some positive yardage going, and uh, hopefully something that gives the offense a little momentum. So we await the Dickinson State offense. 14.43 to go, second quarter, 7-0 Blue Hawks. Dickinson State will start first and 10 from their own 34-yard line. They've had uh, good, decent field position on every one of their drives. Yeah, that's one part of the battle they've really been winning today is that field position. They hand off to Moore. Ray is wrapped up, and he'll throw it. Uh, he... I believe his knee was down. Yeah, they're going to say he was down. Uh, sounded like they maybe wanted ground hamster, but he actually threw it at a running back who was laying on the ground. But they're going to give him the quarterback sack and a loss of seven. Uh, nice play that time by Jacob Gross. Uh, a, a blitz, and uh, he came, you know, he was free and made a nice sack. You know, he's a big guy. We talked about that earlier in the game. Taylor Ray's a very, very big quarterback for Dickinson. They did a good job bringing him to the ground. Second and 17, Ray rolling left, looking to throw, still looking. Now he's going to take off, and he's hit after a very short gain on the play. Uh, Algren and uh, Raven Smith are two of the guys on the stop that time for Mayville State. Uh, also, uh, Kenley Napoleon on the stop. Pick up of a couple, make it third and 15. From the Dickinson 29, twin receivers left and right. Ray will drop back into the pistol with more behind him. Maple State's been running a lot more blitz packages here in uh, the last couple drives. We'll see if that continues here in third down. Dickinson uh, maybe changing the play, looking at the sideline. Now Ray takes the snap, drops straight back, looking to throw, gets the pass away, complete for about seven yards to our uh, number 13. But uh, well short of a first down. And uh, a positive drive for the Maple State defense. They're able to get off of the field quickly, and that's the key. Fourth and eight, Blue Hawks will punt. Rashad Flanders will drop back deep to return. The Josh Bourne punt. Flanders uh, drifting back inside his own 20. You know, last time Flanders had a... Uh, uh, on the kick return, had a very strong kick return. We'll see what he can do this time. High, wobbly punt. Hits at the 25. Flanders will let it roll inside the 15 to the 14. It'll be down there by the Blue Hawks, and Mayville State will take over first and 10. He made the right decision there. I know he was uh, tempted to go up, take the ball, and run, but he did the smart thing, stepped away, and let the uh, the defense come and uh, take a hold of it. Collins will take over, 12.54 to go in the first half. They trailed Dickinson State by a score of 7 to nothing. I don't know why, Mike, but I think maybe State's going to come on and try to do a couple screens here. I could see a screen here on the first play, try to set some, put it, put it in the uh, hands of your playmaker. They've, they've had a lot of those uh, short passes open. Uh, just uh, getting the receiver the ball has been the problem. Handoff Flanders up the middle, tries to bounce outside, but he is snowed under at the line. You know, and uh, until Maple State's able to get quite a bit going in the air attack, I mean, they're going to be able to key on that, that run, just like you saw there from Dickinson, the Dickinson State defense. 
No gain, second and ten. Comets will split out two to the left and two to the right. Flanders will settle into the right of the quarterback, Poppy. Hand off. Flanders bobbled the ball momentarily, picks it up. He's across the 15, dancing back uh, towards the numbers at the 20. And he'll be tackled after a six-yard gain. You know, after not getting much on that uh, that first down, you know, to get it to third and five or third and six is, is positive for the comments. It puts them in a, you know, a very makeable third down situation. And that's that's really what you want to do on second down is get it to third and manageable. And third and four, that's definitely something uh, you should be able to pick up. Poppy rolling to his right, throws short and complete near the first down marker to Jacob Lawrence. That was a, a nice rollout that time by Poppy, and that time able to make the play, and Lawrence hauled it in and uh, got to the sideline. Very nice design play. And they'll say he got just enough for the first down, unofficially three first downs and a half from Mayville State. They have it first and ten from their own 24. 11.40 to go, first half. Three receivers left, one to the right. Poppy going to throw quickly to the left. Lance Jackson on the sideline, and he'll get up across the 30-yard line. And that's kind of that screen I was looking for there, Mike. I think that's something that's going to be open uh, until they're able to get some yardage out of it. So I think that's a, those are matchups that they can take advantage of just because they're keying on Flanders so much with the linebackers. Second and four for Mayville State. This time they'll put three receivers to the right, as that's the wide side of the field, one to the left. Handoff, Flanders, trying to get outside to the right. Now he'll try to cut it back, but uh, this time the Dickinson State player doesn't uh, pull out a towel. He uh, holds on to Flanders and drops him for a loss of five. And uh, it's going to be about third and ten here, and that's, you know, the exact opposite of what you want in that second down. They were in second and three, good position, and then, you know, the loss of seven kind of makes it a tough third, third and long situation. Second and, second and short is a good down because you can either run or pass, and uh, they tried the run on that one, tried to get the outside. Uh, Flanders maybe trying to do a little bit too much and uh, loses a chunk of yardage. So it's third and ten. Twin receivers left and right. Flanders still in the backfield with Poppy. Poppy looking to throw, steps up, throws deep over the right side, and it's is it intercepted on the right sideline? It looks like it is. An interception for number 21, Robert Sterling on the INT. That was just a beautiful defensive play. There were two two Dickinson State defenders in the area, but he made up. He went up and just made that play. It, uh, you know, if he doesn't go up and show that vertical to be able to snag that ball, maybe it's a completion. But a great play there by uh, by Robert Sterling for the Dickinson defense. Poppy now on officially 5 of 11, 34 yards, two INTs. Dickinson State, first and 10 from the Mayville State, 48. Three receivers left, one right. Handoff more to the right side. He's got a good burst there, and he uh, pops out near the 40, 39-yard line. Gain of about nine on the carry. And, again, the uh, Mayville State defense uh, finds themselves on the field this time even a little bit prematurely because of the turnover. So uh, tough to... Uh, tough situation here again in bad territory. Second and one. Fake handoff to Moore. Ray will take off up the middle and he'll be dropped for a two-yard loss. Wow, that was a, a big stop that time by the defense. Uh, a, a number of uh, comments on that. Jacob Gross on it. Also number 67, Arlen Grace. He's a 5'9", 280-pound freshman from Tampa, Florida. Third and three. Ball with the Mabel State, 41. 
Handoff, Moore, spins out of one tackle. He's got the first down and Moore, 35-30. And he is uh, trapped by his foot at the 26-yard line, but it'll be a first down, 15 yards on the carry for Moore. You know, the Blue Hawks showing some confidence. It was third and five, and, you know, they go with that running play, and uh, nothing fancy, but Moore just uh, had running room, and he bruised his way ahead. And for Moore, these are the uh, first carries since he had that fumble in the first quarter down inside the red zone, and he's picked up 24 yards on his last two carries. Ray will throw, and it's intercepted by Mayville State down inside the 15-yard line. That Emmanuel Raspberry on the INT. Yeah, number uh, 17, Emmanuel Raspberry making a nice play for the Comets and really, uh, you know, helping out the defense. And now the offense has an opportunity to maybe get some cooking here. Not uh, nearly as spectacular as the last uh, Dickinson interception. That one was thrown right to Raspberry. All he had to do was corral it. First and 10, Mayville State from their own 17. You know, like my great athletic success and my coaches always told me, it's about being uh, in the right place at the right time, and usually I was in the wrong place. <laughs> Three receivers left, one right for Mayville State. Flanders in the backfield with Poppy. Poppy looking to throw short to Lance Jackson. Another one of those uh, little receiver screens, and Jackson will take it out to the 21-yard line. You know, when you, you don't get anything, uh, you know, sizable or gigantic over there, but you get a four-yard gain. And that's something that they haven't been able to get maybe in the running game or passing game consistently to this point. So, I mean, if you can get four yards a play, you obviously have a first down every time. That is true. And uh, maybe build a little bit of confidence in the passing game. Twin receivers left and right, handoff Flanders, dancing around, uh, and he's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. You know, uh, Flanders is a great athlete, but it just doesn't look like he has the running room that he's used to these last two weeks. Dickinson State defensive line does an excellent job getting into those running lanes, so Flanders either going to have to really hit those lanes hard or try to find some room on the outside, because I don't think you're going to be able to dance around the interior of Dickinson's defense. Third and six for Mayville State. Again, twin receivers left and right. Poppy back to pass, has a little time, steps up and right into the waiting arms of a couple Dickinson State linemen. A loss of three on the quarterback sack. Poppy had some time, but... Uh, when he stepped up, there were a couple Blue Hawks there. And that's some credit to the uh, the defensive backs as well, to uh, Dickinson State. There wasn't much open downfield, and, uh, you know, he had, he like you said, he did have time that time, but there was nothing open. Tyler Golan on to kick it away. Scabo back deep to return. Decent snap. Again, good pressure by Dickinson. A wobbly punt. Hits at the... Mayville 47 and rolls and we down at the Dickinson State 44. So again, a good field position for Dickinson State. That's uh, really been the story of the whole ball game. Good field position for the Blue Hawks. Not so good for Mayville State. And, and that's one of the things too. You know, you have a seven to nothing ball game. You have a, a you know very competitive close ball game right here, Mike. But it feels like when Dickinson starts at their own 40, 45 every time. It feels like they have a bigger advantage than they do because it always seems like they have the ball in good territory. Ray hands off to Carney up the middle, and he'll work his way out to about midfield, about five yards on the carry. And uh, Dickinson, you know, it seemed like the second to third drives, they really struggled getting anything going on that running game. It seems like they've been able to get that the running backs going and have some positive yardage here the last couple uh, drives. 
6.50 to go. First half clock rolling. 7-0 Blue Hawks. Again, Carney on the carry up the middle. He'll pick up another uh, two or three yards. Yeah, Johnson on the stop that time for uh, Mayville State. Made a pretty good stop. He was only able to get two yards, so that brings up about a third and two, third and three situation here for Blue Hawks. Okay, flanker and two receivers, left receiver, right, handoff again up the middle, Carney, he's got the first down and more as he's uh, inside the 40 to the 38-yard line, pickup of nine on the carry. You know, uh, you see a couple Nagel State uh, linemen actually uh, showing that they want to come on the game because they're tired. You can tell the defensive line there in the, the middle possessions was able to do a really good job of getting pushed. Here it seems like the linebackers are having to step up and make those plays, so we'll see if the defensive line can kind of Get that push back again. Hand off Carney up the middle. It's time the Mayville State line uh, there to meet him for no gain. There it is. That time uh, the defense did a great job. Uh, I believe it was Aaron Moose Johnson, uh, Dusty Delk making big stops there for the Comets. Short gain on the play. So it'll be second and nine. 544 to go first half. Ball is on the Mayville State 37. Twins left, one right. And uh, Carney off the left tackle. He breaks one tackle. He's into the open field. He's going to go in for the touchdown. A 37-yard touchdown run for Jesse Carney will make it 13 to nothing. With five and a half minutes to go in the first half. You know, uh, it seems like Dickinson State isn't uh, using that passing game much. They obviously saw something in the, the run game the last couple, uh, the last part of the half. They've uh, seen something in that run game, and they've been able to uh, to execute really well the last two drives on. They'll snap the swinging gate. The pass goes into the end zone complete for the two-point conversion. And it's 15 to nothing. Dickinson State on the VW Motors scoreboard. Five and a half minutes to go. First half. We'll be back in a minute. Common Athletic Club is proud to bring you coverage of Mayville State University sports on KMAV. The Comet Athletic Club is a nonprofit organization established for the sole purpose of providing team support and scholarship funds for student athletes who qualify on the basis of character, academic achievement, and skill in a particular sport. Membership is open to everyone. For more information on the Comet Athletic Club, call the Mayville State Athletic Office. At the Baker Funeral Home in Mayville, we believe strongly in serving our community and preserving peace of mind. A prearranged funeral plan with us will give you both. Please call Craig or Jackie Larrell at 788-3391 to find out how we can help you plan for the future. The Baker Funeral Home of Mayville, where our family cares for yours. Napa Auto Parts in Mayville has the quality parts and accessories you've come to trust. They're honored to have you as a customer and aim to make every experience you have with them a pleasant one. It is their goal to provide you with the best customer service in the business and the best prices. Stop in today at Napa Auto Parts located on Highway 200 in Mayville with stores in Harvey and Carrington as well. Good luck in today's game from Napa Auto Parts in Mayville. Our call letters say it all. We serve Mayville and the Valley. KMAV. 105.5 FM. Forms kickoff goes out of bounds. So that'll put Mayville State at the 35, I believe. And that'll be the best uh, field position of the game or close to it for Mayville State offense. 55-yard scoring drive for Dickinson State. Jesse Carney. A 37-yard touchdown run. It was Thad Lane to Colton Johnston on the uh, 
two-point conversion pass on the uh, swinging gate play, which makes it 15 to nothing. That's one of those things you'll see a team run it, and they'll never get the opening to actually go for the two, and then uh, Dickinson State uh, got it there. Poppy throws short, complete on the right side, Dontrell Horn, and he'll pick up five or six yards out to the 41. Well, Maple State having some moderate success again with that screenplay. I mean, it's setting them up for positive positions. If you can get five or six yards in first down every time, that's, that's a good play. Second and four. Poppy now has completed seven passes for 44 yards and 13 attempts. So uh, definitely no long completions yet. Handoff goes to Flanders. Left side, he pops into the open field, 45-50, and down to about the 49-yard line of Dickinson State. Pickup of 10 on the carry. Nice. Uh, you know, again, that's all Flanders. He uh, was able to make a move to get into open space, and then he used his speed and his athleticism to get 10 yards after the play. He, uh, he's an athlete, and uh, he really showed it on that play. player like Flanders, you just need to get him a little bit of open space so he can make his uh, move and then uh, get that burst going. But uh, he does require a little space to make it happen. Short pass complete to Horn for about seven yards. You know, Horn was injured last year for the, uh, the Comets and wasn't unable to play, but uh, he's a, in his sophomore year here at Maple State, and he's shown the ability to uh, catch the ball. He also has some athleticism. It seemed like he was a, if he was able to break that tackle, he might have been able to go for a ways. Second and about two. Three receivers left, one right. Ball on the Dickinson State 41-yard line. Poppy looking to throw short, complete to the left side for the first down is Dequan Morris, and he'll fight his way inside the 35 to about the 31. That play is open, and it's been open all day, not necessarily for big yardage, but for six or seven yards, they've been able to get that screen going. Pickup of 10. Fifth first down unofficially for Mabel State in the half. First and 10 from the Dickinson 31. Poppy fakes a handoff. He's going to take off up the middle, and he is dropped for a short loss. You know, uh, I believe, you know, in my opinion, Mabel State is probably going to have to try to take a shot here at some point if they feel comfortable with the opportunity to, to throw downfield because I think that's going to be open. They've done a lot of screen passes. They've done a lot of runs, but they haven't tried to test uh, the Comets with any you know throws over 10 to 15 yards. Second and 12, twin receivers left and right. Flanders in the backfield, fake handoff. Now a short pass to Jackson on the left side, and he's bounced into the Mabel State sideline as he crosses the 30 down to about the 28-yard line. You know, the hope that this uh, screen passing game is going to open up some running lanes and uh, make them uh, maybe take some of those linebackers and take them to the outside so, uh, so Flanders will have more open running room. Third and six for Mayville State. Twin receivers left and right. Flanders to the right of the quarterback. Poppy rolling to his right, looking to throw. Throws it short, complete, short of the first down as he hits Jacob Lawrence for about five yards. Give credit to Lawrence on that play. He was thrown a little bit behind him, but he was able to, uh, to kind of make a basket catch, go forward, and come very, very close to that first down, even though he's about a yard short. Fourth and two officially for Mayville State. Comet's going for it. Deep in Dickinson territory. Three receivers left, one right. Blitz coming. Poppy throws, and it's out in front of the receiver incomplete. The intended target was Horn, but a little bit out in front with the pass. And two, it looked like number 99, Michael Hernandez, defensive lineman, might have got his hands on that ball just a little bit, and that pressure uh, 
give them enough problems. You know, a lot of good things on that drive from Mayfield State. But sooner or later, you're just going to have to put points up on the scoreboard. But I mean, you're good. You see that confidence improving. But you know, you got to put points on the board. Dickinson State will take over first and ten from their own 23. 2:49 to go, first half, a 15 to nothing lead, and two timeouts left. Comets get the ball to start the second half. So uh, if you're Dickinson, you'd probably like to tack one on here. Of course, if you're the Comets, you would uh, like to keep that off the scoreboard. And off Moore up the middle. He breaks several tackles. He's got across the 30, 35, and finally wrestled down ball by about half the Comets team at the 37. As Dickinson's finding on that uh, 3-3-5, there are openings in the running game, and they've kind of abandoned the pass and uh, really tried to take over on the on the ground, and it's worked lately. So uh, you might see Maple State putting one more linebacker in there to uh, assure that on that rush attack. First and 10 from the 37, Ray looked to throw, now he's going to take off, he's across the 40, 45, he's got another first down out to the 48-yard line. Pick up of 11 on the quarterback keeper, Ray looked for a quick second to throw the ball, then pulled it down. First and 10, Blue Hawks, ball just shy of their own 49, twin receivers left and right, more in the backfield. Ray takes the snap, there's a flag down. And it'll be procedure against Dickinson State. Second penalty for 10 yards against the Blue Hawks. You know, a very clean game so far today, Mike. Yeah, just two penalties against uh, each team. Uh, good mid-season form. Not uh, seen a lot of penalties. Uh, no, in general, it's been a... Tackling's been good, you know. It's been a well-played game. Not a lot of busted plays or anything. 2.07 to go first half. First and 15 for Dickinson. Ray pumps once. Now he's got time. Looks to take off. Now he's looking to throw, and he'll throw it incomplete over by the Mayville State sideline. Now Moore was in the area, so uh, there shouldn't be any flags for grounding or anything. Second and 15. Good play for the defense. Uh, Moose Johnson and Thorne were able to get some pressure, but then the uh, the linebackers did a really nice job of making sure that there was no open uh, Open receivers either. Good good defensive play there by the Comets. Nobody got a hand on Ray, but they were able to disrupt him enough that they just finally just threw it away. Ray rolling left, looking to throw, and it's through the hands of our punter, Borm, incomplete. Uh, you mentioned earlier, he does a little receiving too. Yeah, kicking, pit, punting, receiving, a little bit of everything for the uh, Blue Box. So it's now third and 15. Ball on the Dickinson 44, minute 49 to go, first half. You know, Borm is one of many of their players from uh, from Wyoming. They have players from Wyoming and Montana, and that's you know a lot of this uh, Dickinson roster is made up of players from that western, from those western states, and also North Dakota and South Dakota. Three receivers left, one right. Ray looking to throw, plenty of time standing there. Now he's under pressure. He'll get a screen pass away to Moore. He's got open field, 45, 50, 45. Puts his head down and bowls his way down to about the 42, a pickup of uh, 12 or 13. Number two, Will Irvin, able to come on with a, a pretty big stop there for the Comets. Uh, it looks like he's about a two yards short, I would say, Mike. And a pickup of, uh, yeah, two yards short, about 12 and a half on the, uh, and that just looks like a safety valve thing. Oh. Moore's going to take the handoff, spins at the 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he'll be tackled at the one-yard line on fourth and short. And uh, Travis Aldrin had him wrapped up, and 
and uh, was on the ground. He just more just did an excellent job of keeping his feet moving and was able to elude that tackle and almost made it all the way to the end zone. 42-yard run on fourth and short, first and goal. And the handoff goes up the middle and down at the one. They have to actually put him down at about the three, and it looks like he'll pick up two here. So first and uh, second and goal at the one. Um, you know, Mabel State here is going to look to uh, maybe force him into a field goal situation. That's definitely what you're hoping for here if you're the Comets. Handoff again more, and this time he walks in standing up for one-yard touchdown run. Moore is over the century mark. That's his first touchdown in the ball game, and with 41.2 seconds to go in the first half, 21 to nothing, Dickinson State. There was a, a defensive penalty on the play, which is declined. The longest scoring drive of the day for Dickinson. Born on to attempt the PAT out of a fat lane hold. Kick is up. Plenty of distance, and it's through. 22 to nothing on the VW Motors scoreboard. 41.2 seconds to go, first half, and the Blue Hawks kick in a minute. Crane Johnson Lumber of Mayville is your one stop for all your building or remodeling projects. Crane Johnson Lumber offers drafting service, and Arlie will come out to your site and measure and give you a free estimate. Some of the fine products you'll find at Crane Johnson Lumber include Anderson Windows. Crane Johnson Lumber is one of the largest distributors of Anderson Windows in North Dakota. Hayfield Windows, Mid-Continent Cabinets, Overhead Doors, Entry Doors, Schlag Locks, Chamberlain Garage Door Openers, Certainty Shingles, GAF Timberline Shingles, everything you need for cement work, and of course, lumber. Save money and time by shopping at Crane Johnson Lumber of Mayville. Broadcasting worldwide at KMAV.com and through the KMAV Android app and TuneIn app. Stand by to receive our transmission. This is KMAV-FM, Mayville, North Dakota. Flanders and Jackson back deep to return for Mayville State. Bourne getting sent to kick it away once again. A Myron Moore one-yard touchdown run, capping a 77-yard scoring drive. Bourne's PAT makes it 22 to nothing. Blue Hawks. High end over end kick over towards the sideline and again out of bounds inside the five. So Mayville State once again take over first and ten from their own 35. And uh, not, may, a lot of, not a lot of time left. You maybe take a few shots here. Mabel State's got timeouts, 40 seconds, decent starting field position. If you're going to try something, you got to go down the field. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to maybe see some more screens. Just It seems like that they're kind of close on a couple of those to finding some success downfield, but uh, they haven't taken many shots so far. Poppy back to throw, sets up the screen to Flanders, and Flanders is dropped at the 36. Pickup of a yard on the screen pass. It doesn't look like they're going to be using a, a timeout here. No, it looks like uh, Comets will get the uh, ball in the second half, so unless they break a big one quick, I'm guessing they're going to sit on their timeouts. Poppy under pressure, wrapped up and sacked for a uh, seven, uh, six-yard loss. That time, uh, the defensive line just dominated the play. Um, give credit to uh, Dickinson State defense that time. A lot of pressure right away. 
And that will be the end of the first half. We are at the break on the BW Motors scoreboard. The Dickinson State Bluehawks, 22. The Maple State Comets, nothing. We go to the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report in two minutes. In today's uncertain times, it's good to know that your independent North Dakota banks remain safe and secure. Hi, this is Tom Sappo from the First and Farmers Bank. Your deposits at your local banks are reinvested in the community and backed by strong capital reserves. And now, your bank deposits are insured for up to 250000 by the FDIC. For safety and for convenience, there's no place like your hometown bank. The First and Farmers Bank, we're the one for you. Member FDIC. Jeff's Electric of Portland wishes the best of luck to the area teams. For electrical and trenching work, call on Jeff's Electric. Electricity is nothing to fool around with. Make sure you and your family practice safety when it comes to being around electricity. For any electrical work you need to have taken care of, call in a professional. Call on Jeff, John, and Tom at Jeff's Electric, 788-2151. Can good luck teams from everyone at Jeff's Electric of Portland. The pizza shop is open seven days a week. Lunchtime, supper, or a late-night snack. Anytime is a great time to stop at the pizza shop. Choose from taste-tempting pizza, chicken, subs, and more, plus all your favorite beverages. Ask about Pizza Shop's frozen pizzas ready to take home. For great food, service, and atmosphere, it's the Pizza Shop in Mayville. It's Ram Truck Month at VW Motors Incorporated in Cooperstown. VW Motors has a new 2013 Ram 2500 Crew Cab 4x4 Laramie Diesel Automatic Loaded. Also as a Ram box, was $57,730. You saved nearly $12,000. It's on sale during Truck Month at $45,945. Comes with the five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Stop in and see it at VW Motors Incorporated in Cooperstown. College football, Tennessee and Georgia right now on KMSR 1520 AM. For those of you that are interested, Georgia leading Tennessee 28-17. Nine and a half minutes to go in that game. Other scores in the top 25, ninth-ranked Michigan State leads Wyoming 56-14 to late in that one. Wisconsin has just beat up uh, South Florida 27-10. to Kansas State over UTEP 52-14. to There's still some time left in that one. We have more college football continuing throughout the day on KMSR 1520 AM. Halftime, Mabel State, Dickinson State here on KMAV. Let's go back to Jerome Berg Field. And now for the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report. Let's look at the uh, scoring summary uh, to start things off. Dickinson State got on the scoreboard with a minute 17 to go in the first quarter. 51-yard scoring drive. Jesse Carney, an 11-yard touchdown run. Josh Borm added the PAT to make it 7 to nothing. Blue Hawks. We'd uh, wait about 11 minutes of game time for the next score. Another one for Dickinson State. 5.30 to go first half. 55-yard scoring drive. Jesse Carney again, this time from 37 yards out. Then Thad Lane to Colton Johnston on the two-point conversion pass to make it 15 to nothing. And then the Blue Hawks would strike once again late in the half. 41.2 seconds to go. A 77-yard scoring drive. After a long Myron Moore uh, run, Moore got the ball two more times. Uh, the second carry was a one-yard touchdown run. Borm's PAT made it 22 to nothing. And uh, Borm also had a missed 32-yard field goal attempt in the first half. And we sit at 22 to nothing at the half on the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report. We'll be back with Dickinson State's first half numbers in two minutes. 
Are you ready to sell your home or maybe you're looking to buy a certain type of home? Give Viking Insurance Realty of Mabel a call. Carla Tickerson, Cindy Ingebretson, and Terry Clayble can assist you with the sale of your house. Your home will not be only listed on the Viking Insurance and Realty website, but also with Realtor.com, a multiple listing service. Carla, Cindy, and Terry can also help you find a new home. For your insurance needs, see Neil or Brian for quotes on home, auto, and farm insurance. That's Viking Insurance and Realty of Mayville. At Sanford Mayville, we offer you expert care. And now we're offering sleep studies right here in your neighborhood where it's convenient for you. A sleep study at Sanford Mayville can help determine if you have a disorder such as sleep apnea, which requires special equipment and therapy. Call 701-788-4500 to schedule an appointment with your provider at Sanford Mayville Clinic or visit us online at sanfordhealth.org. It's the Built Ford Tough sales event on now at Hatton Ford. A 2014 F-150 STX Super Cab 4x4, 5.0 liter V8 with sport package, Ford Credit Red Carpet Lease at $269 a month for 24 months, $3,902 cash due at signing. Or buy a 2014 Ford F-150 XLT Super Cab or Super Crew, 0% APR financing for 60 months plus $1,500 trade assist or up to $5,500 cash back. Get all the details at Hatton. Ford. This week at Miller's Fresh Food, mix and match a variety of items, five for five dollars or only one dollar each. How about you'll play Greek yogurt, Kraft macaroni and cheese, and our family margarine, five for five dollars this week at Miller's Fresh Foods, Mayville, Hatton, and Cooperstown. Back on the Mayport Insurance and Realty halftime report, Dickinson State leads Mayville State 22 to nothing. About 14 minutes to go on the halftime clock. Give you the first half stats unofficially for Dickinson State. 275 yards of total offense, 209 on the ground, 66 through the air. They are led individually with uh, Myron Moore, 107 yards on 13 carries, a fumble and a touchdown. He leads everyone right now in the uh, rushing statistics. Jesse Carney, 11 carries, 67 yards and two touchdowns. Quarterback Taylor Ray has carried the ball eight times for 30. And Seth Awoniak has carried it once for five. In the passing department, Kayla Ray, 7 of 14, 66 yards and an interception. Receiving for the Blue Hawks. They are led by uh, non-roster uh, player number 13. The mystery man has 24 yards on two receptions. Myron Morris caught two passes out of the backfield for 20 yards. Seth Awoniak, two catches for 17 and Dalton Reed caught one ball for five yards. Unofficially, two penalties in the first half for 10 yards against the Blue Hawks. They had 13 first downs, and they turned the ball over twice, one fumble and one interception. The interception was picked off by Emmanuel Raspberry of Mayville State. We'll come back and have the Mayville State first half numbers for you on the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report when we return in two minutes. Are you looking for high-quality, affordable health care? Valley Community Health Centers is a perfect choice for individuals and families. Our local providers now offer a lab and x-ray services, DOT and sports physicals, flu shots, and much more. 
Valley Community Health Centers. Proud to welcome Rebecca Vegan and Lisa Hosh, both adult nurse practitioners, and Pamela Rustfang, a pediatric nurse practitioner, to our family. We accept all insurance plans, ask about our sliding fee discount, prescription assistance, and personalized insurance assistance. Visit us at valleychc.org or call 587-6000 for more information. Valley Community Health Centers, caring for our community. Now is the time to check out home loan rates. Hi, this is Shannon Reynolds, real estate lender with the First and Farmers Bank. If you're in the market for a new home, are considering a remodeling project, or just want to make sure your current mortgage rate is a good deal for you, I would love to visit with you. Rates are near all-time lows, so stop in and see me at our Mayville office. The First and Farmers Bank, we're the one for you. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. No matter what season it is, you want to keep your vehicle in tip-top running condition. H.E. Everson Automotive Parts and Walling Supply in Mayville can help. Stop in and see Emory or Paul. They can find the exact product, part, or accessory that you need. H.E. Everson's carries a full line of quality products at great prices. So whatever it is you're looking to get your vehicle running again, stop in and see Emory or Paul at H.E. Everson Automotive Parts and Walling Supply in Mayville. It's Ram Truck Month at VW Motors Incorporated in Cooperstown. VW Motors has a new 2013 Ram 2500 Crew Cab 4x4 Laramie Diesel Automatic Loaded. Also as a Ram box, was $57,730. You saved nearly $12,000. It's on sale during Truck Month at $45,945. Comes with the five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Stop in and see it at VW Motors Incorporated in Cooperstown. Victory. And we're back on the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report as uh, we're just about halfway through the halftime period. Uh, Dickinson State leading 22 to nothing over Mayville State. And let's go to the Mayville State University statistics. Unofficially 99 yards of offense in the first half, 27 on the ground, 72 through the air. Individually, Rashad Flanders leads the Comets, six carries for 23 yards. Homer Reed has carried the ball three times for 10. Octavius Hayes, one carry for a yard, and John Poppy, five for a minus seven. In the passing department, John Poppy is 12 of 19 for 72 yards and two interceptions. And uh, number 16, Lopez, 0 for 1 passing. Uh, receiving, uh, both Lance Jackson and Dontrell Horn lead the comments with 22 yards. Jackson on four catches, Horn on three. Rashawn Flanders, two catches for 10. Daquan Morris, one catch for 10. And Jacob Lawrence has two catches for eight yards. Unofficially, two penalties, 15 yards in the first half for Mayville State. Five first downs, two turnovers, both interceptions. One of those for Robert Sterling, the other for Awapoge. So those are your first half statistics. We'll come back on the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report. Uh, we'll tell you about homecoming right out of the break, and then we'll get uh, some of Harry's thoughts on the first half uh, when we return in two minutes. 
As a producer, you look for a team that can get the job done for your operation. Drain tile, ditch cleaning, demolition. Get it all done in one call. Call the pros at Chad's Excavating of Mayville. Chad's Excavating has 22 years of experience, equipment for any project, and RTK GPS software to survey, map, and complete your projects fast. Call Chad's Excavating 701-430-0182. That's 701-430-0182. Chad's Excavating, helping farmers grow. Opportunity for CNAs, Northwood Deaconess Health Center is now hiring full-time and part-time CNAs for PM and night shifts in the long-term care, hospital, and special care units. Wage based on experience, sign-on bonus, and alternative pay options available. Contact Nancy Carlson at Northwood Deaconess Health Center. Call 701-587-6487 or email nancy.carlson at ndhc.net to inquire. Northwood Deaconess Health Center is an equal opportunity provider and employer. I'm Ernie Struby with the Goose River Bank, the American dream. To each of us, it is different. It could be financial security, owning your own business, or buying or building your own home. When dreaming, dream big. For over 130 years, the Goose River Bank has helped make your dreams become reality. From agriculture to business to personal banking needs, the Goose River Bank is a locally owned, full-service bank ready to serve you. Start planning for your financial future today at the Goose River Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. At the Baker Funeral Home in Mayville, we believe strongly in serving our community and preserving peace of mind. A prearranged funeral plan with us will give you both. Please call Craig or Jackie Larrell at 788-3391 to find out how we can help you plan for the future. The Baker Funeral Home of Mayville, where our family cares for yours. KMAV and KMSR. Y'all ready for this? The most high school sports coverage in the entire region. We're back on the Mayport Insurance and Realty Halftime Report, and we'll tell you about uh, homecoming. MSU homecoming is planned for the weekend of October 3rd through the 5th. It will uh, be a uh, special focus on the 125th anniversary of Mayville State, which is officially on November 2nd. Uh, things will kick off on Friday, October 3rd at uh, 6 p.m. in the MSU Campus Center Lucasen Room, the Athletic Hall of Fame and Athletic Coaches Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, going into the Athletic Hall of Fame this year, Richard Fugelberg of Portland, Ross Johnson of Portland, Travis Lindgren of East Grand Forks, Minnesota, Lindsey Eliason McMenemy of Fargo, and the 1960-61 basketball team. Into the Coaches Hall of Fame goes Rod McDonald of Portland, Fabian Schultz of Rogers, Minnesota, Curtis Strand of Stewart, Minnesota, and Paul Twingy of Excelsior, Minnesota. The uh, pre-dinner social will be held from 4 to 5.30 p.m. at the Larson Alumni and Leadership Center, and again, the induction will be starting at 6 p.m. in the Lucasin Room. On Sunday, October 5th, as part of the uh, Naval State uh, Concert Choir and Band Concert, will be the Performing Arts Hall of Fame induction. They're inducting Chris Elans of Grand Forks, Jeff Nelson of Northwood, Bob Silskar of Mayville, and Dr. Anthony Tyne of Minneapolis. Uh, in honor of Mayville State's 125th, they are assembling a 125-voice choir to perform a couple of numbers during the concert. Alumni and community members are invited to participate. If, for more information on that, you can go to maybellstate.edu slash 125voices or call 
Immediately following that concert on May 5th, the Alumni Association will have a social to honor the Performing Arts Hall of Fame inductees in the Lucas Center Room. Uh, the Northern Lights Art will be open on Friday, October 3rd. Uh, work of Mayville State graduate Doug Anderson will be featured. Uh, the Hall of Fame Awards Dinner will be held at the Top Hat from 9 to 11 p.m. that day. Uh, what else? The Homecoming Parade will be held next Saturday, October 4th. Uh, if you'd like to get a parade uh, float in there, Matthew Nelson, the guy to contact, matthew.m.nelson at mayvillestate.edu. Or call 701-214-0294. And uh, also on the 4th is uh, Comet Fest, which will be held just outside of Jeromeberg Field here. That runs from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. The homecoming football game against Presentation will be at 2.30 here at Jeromeberg Field. Also a volleyball game against Presentation at the Louis Lee Fieldhouse at 11.30 on uh, Saturday. And the all-alumni homecoming reunion will take place from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Mayville Golf Course. Of course, other things will be going on. Go to maybellestate.edu slash homecoming2014 to get all the details. And as we promised, we'll bring Harry back in. Uh, what are your thoughts on the first half, Harry? You know, uh, obviously I think the, there are a couple things that were key. The big thing for Dickinson is field position, field position was big. They uh, took the advantage right away, have uh, had good, uh, started with good territory and good position almost every time they've had the ball. The other one that I think is kind of key is just how much they've been on the field, the possession battle, how many uh, plays they've run, how long they've had the ball, and they've just made defense, the defense in Eagle State work uh, all day long. And uh, while I think the Comet defense has done well, you know, at many times in the game, you know, they just had been forced to do, try to do too much. And uh, Dickinson has been able to really run the ball really well later on in the game, and that's been impressive uh, from the Blue Hawks. I have uh, Dickinson uh, just a couple plays short of 50 plays running the first half. So, it's, you know, the, those snaps, they uh, take their toll on the defense uh, with the uh, no huddle that the Blue Hawks are running. Not a lot of chances to run players in and out uh, for either team, but especially the defense. And, you know, the Comets offense, They've shown they can pass short and make that work for short chunks. Uh, at times, they've been able to run the football, but they need to get something, you know, something intermediate to deep going, especially down three scores. Unless you're going to get really good uh, field position, and they've struggled with that field position. When you're starting on your own 20, 20 it's tough to, uh, to uh, go first down, first down, first down, you know, just getting gains of five, six yards. So you have to have those plays where you gain 15 to 20 yards and maybe take shots. And that they just haven't been able to, to do that so far. And I think they're going to have to try take couple, take uh, take a risk here and there offensively. And if they don't, they at least need to pick up some first downs to help keep their defense fresh and just hope they can grind out a few drives, get into the end zone, uh, get things a little bit closer on the scoreboard. You know, maybe if they can score right off the bat, you know, uh, a 21-7 to game, you know, that, that changes the whole perplexion of the game. That is true. Uh, down to a minute to go on the halftime clock. Mayville State will receive to start the second half as uh, they kick to start things off. You know, uh, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see what adjustments are made at halftime. Um, Mayville State definitely had a game plan offensively 
Will they deviate from that? Will they uh, try some new things, or are they going to stick with that, with that short passing game? Um, stick with trying to feed Flanders as much as possible? We'll see what happens. They can get Flanders the ball in some open space. I, I think he could, you know, he could probably break a couple, but... It looks like Ames is giving a, a pretty inspirational speech here, uh, really trying to rev up the guy. He's a high-energy guy. He's really trying to uh, to, to get Mayville State really going here before the second half. The uh, kick return team coming out on the field from Mayville State. The Blue Hawks kick team now comes out. They will kick towards the east end zone. So Mayville State will be working back towards the concession stand here in the third quarter. Blue Hawks lead 22 to nothing here at the half. And uh, as we mentioned, you know, field position is going to be important. And uh, the Comets are going to look to uh, to get a good return here on the kickoff. Josh Borm has the ball teed up. Jackson and Flanders will go back deep to return from Mayville State. And, you know, uh, both Jackson and Flanders have that ability to uh, to break long kickoffs. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, get some going here on the return game. Wish there were a few less flies. At least, at least when it's cold during the uh, fall, the flies uh, seem to die down. But uh, with this heat wave, it really seems to have brought the bugs back. I'll tell you what, that's about all we can complain with the heat wave, man. Uh, it's beautiful weather here at, uh, at Jerome Burke Field. Born will approach the football. Kicks away. This one will stay in the field of play. End over end kick. Taken back by the goal line by Jackson. He's out across the 10, 15. 20 to about the 22, maybe the 21. First and 10, Mayville State just underway. Third quarter, Comets trail 22 to nothing to Dickinson State. Dickinson, as we mentioned in the pregame, in a four-way tie for first place in the North Star. And Mayville State uh, sitting in seventh at 0-2. What well, we've seen from Dickinson State, you know, they're going to be uh, they're going to be in the hunt here in the North Star. Uh, they they looked a pretty nice-looking team. Yeah, they, the records didn't show it, but I think the Frontier was a uh, pretty tough conference for them to be in, especially with all the travel. First down, Poppy looking to throw, steps up under pressure. He's going to try to take off, and he's going to be dropped for a loss inside the 15-yard line. You know, it looked like they were trying to stretch out the defense. They had some longer routes that time, Mike. Poppy lost his helmet on the play, so he's going to have to come off for a play. Loss of seven on the carry so in will come the backup quarterback michael barron who uh, was the starter against waldorf and uh, also played against dakota state uh through three touchdowns in that game so barron will work from the shotgun three receivers right one left they hand off to flanders barron up the middle 20 out to about the original line of scrimmage at the 22 so it'll be third and 10. pretty nice run there from the uh, freshman quarterback uh, the one thing that Poppy lacks that Barron has is size. Yeah, 6'3", probably 205, somewhere in there, 210. You know, he's a true freshman, so, uh, you know, considering he's a true freshman, he brings a lot of size and strength in there. Listed at 213, he certainly looks every bit of that, and uh, he he looks like about the biggest Comet skill player out there right now. Twin receivers left and right on third and 10. Flanders in the backfield. Barron looking to throw. And it's uh, thrown low and incomplete that Quan Morris got his paws on it, but unable to uh, bring it in, and it'll be fourth and ten in the comments will punt. You know, now, uh, you know, 
Dickinson is uh, probably going to have good field position again. They're going to continue to win that battle, and that's been an important factor in this game. Scabo back deep to return. The uh, Tyler Dolan punt. 13.30 to go, third quarter, 22-0, Dickinson State delayed. Wobbly punt taken by Scabo at the 45-50, and down to about the Mayville State 47. So, again, good field position for Dickinson State. You know, a nice pick that time by Jacob Gross for the Comets. Uh, he's a senior, and a, I'll tell you what, if you haven't watched him play the last couple of years, he's a very, very good defensive player. Not very big. But he's an excellent defensive player for the Comets. He was a preseason uh, all-conference pick. And uh, you, you like to see that. Your uh, senior leaders helping out on things like the special teams, going out uh, willing to make plays like that. And uh, he's a Minnesota player that uh, has really contributed for the Comets. First and ten, fake handoff by Ray. Plenty of time. He's going to throw deep over the middle, and he overshoots his intended target incomplete. That was uh, Borm, the kicker, was the intended target. On the coverage that time for the Comets were uh, was both Smith and Irvin. And, you know, I think one of the strengths of Mayville State has shown is that they have a pretty good defensive backfield. They have some athleticism and do a good job of uh, knocking the ball down when they have a chance. Yeah, they do have athletes back there. Uh, Rashad Flanders, you know, started the year in the defensive backfield, moved to offense, but uh, still plenty of athletes back there. Carry by Carney goes for a loss of four. In that time, uh, a big stop by Napoleon, number 92 for the Comets. Uh, he's a, uh, a defensive tackle, and he did a really good job of uh, staying low and using his power to get through. Third and 14 for midfield for Dickinson State. Three receivers right, one to the left. Carney in the backfield. Ray, a long count. Now the uh, Blue Hawks will look to the sideline, get the signal. Looks like the coach signaling travel there. <laughs> yeah, obviously, that's uh, some sort of offensive signal. Ray back to throw, looking deep up the left side. He'll throw it, and it's in and out of the hands of the intended target. Nice coverage by Raspberry, though, as well. I mean, it, he did have an opportunity, but I thought Raspberry did a really nice job for the comments, sticking with him every step of the way. J.T. Keith, the intended target, looked like he was trying to push off on Raspberry, but uh, couldn't shake him. It's 4th and 14, and uh, it's time to punt for the Blue Hawks. I will uh, use my personal experiences. J.T. Keith was an excellent high school football player in Miles City, Montana. Watched him a couple times when I was uh, working in a newspaper out there, and he's an excellent tight end uh, wide receiver for the Blue Ox. Rashad Flanders waiting inside his own 10-yard line for Borm's punt. Kick away and sucked. And it's rolling up the field. Touch the comet. It touched the comet. It's on the ground and out of bounds on the Mayville State sideline. Borm had a chance to get it back. Moose Johnson uh, on the uh, punt block, uh, Aaron Johnson. They call him Moose. It'll be first and 10 Mayville State from their own 48. It looked like Smith ended up uh, recovering that, uh, that block punt, so uh, give him credit for falling on it because for a second it looked like it might actually go all the way for a first down for Dickinson. First and 10 comments, twin receivers right, one left, pistol set, poppy back in. Fake handoff to Reed, screen pass to Flanders down the line. He's at the 45, spins to the 40, cops up the football, and there are plenty of Dickinson State players in the area. It looked to me like his knee might have been down, and that's what we were hearing from the Mayville State coaching staff. But uh, but it's the officials who are going to decide this, and they are going to say it's Mayville State ball, I believe. 
it does look like there's a hurt Mangle State player on the uh, field. That's not Flanders, is it? Officials timeout with the injury on the VW Motors scoreboard. 22-0 Dickinson State. The lead will come back in a minute. Crane Johnson Lumber of Mayville is your one-stop for all your building or remodeling projects. Crane Johnson Lumber offers drafting service. An Arlie will come out to your site and measure and give you a free estimate. Some of the fine products you'll find at Crane Johnson Lumber include Anderson Windows. Crane Johnson Lumber is one of the largest distributors of Anderson Windows in North Dakota. Hayfield Windows, Mid-Continent Cabinets, Overhead Doors, Entry Doors, Slag Locks, Chamberlain Garage Door Openers, Certainty Shingles, GAF Timberline Shingles, everything you need for cement work, and of course, lumber. Save money and time by shopping at Crane Johnson Lumber of Mayville. Just a good old boy. Stop in and visit with the good old boys at your local Napa Auto and Truck Parts store in Mayville. They can help you choose a quality Napa Auto part or accessory that you can depend on to get the job done. From a complete line of Napa batteries, wiper blades, car care products, heavy-duty Napa tools, belts, filters, and more. Keep your auto or truck going throughout the year. Stop in and see the good old boys at Napa Auto and Truck Parts on Highway 200 in Mayville. With stores in Harvey and Carrington as well. Rashad Flanders was the injured player. He's uh, walking off under his own power. First and 10, Mabel State from the Dickinson 38. About 13 uh, yards on the reception for Flanders. 12 13 to go, third quarter. 22 0 Blue Hawks with the lead. Homer Reed will take his spot, it looks like. Twin receivers left and right for the Comets. Toppy will hand it off to Reed, trying to get off the left tackle. He Pops across the 35 to about the 34, maybe the 33-yard line. You know, Homer Reed's a player that, uh, in his career at Maple State, has been a second or third running back. We'll never see he's had chances. He's uh, ran pretty well for the Comets. Gain of five on the carry for Reed. Unofficially, four carries, 15 yards for Homer in the ballgame. Second and five. Poppy looking to throw. Throws short and through the hands of Lawrence incomplete. Looked like Lawrence... He, he lunged for it, got a tip on it, uh, but uh, unable to uh, get both hands on it. Yeah, it was overthrown just a bit to his uh, outside shoulder. And, you know, I think if he would have been able to get two hands on it right away, but he got that one hand on it and just tipped it a little too far away. Again, twin receivers left and right, third and five. Poppy rolling left, looking to throw, still rolling, throws it to Jackson, complete for the first down at the 20, up the sideline, 15-10-5, touchdown, Mabel six. A 33-yard touchdown pass. Uh, Jackson's uh, athleticism was just huge there. Once he was able to haul it in, he was able to use his speed and really break away from that defense. Impressive, impressive play by him. So the Comets on the scoreboard with 11.26 to go, third quarter. 22-6. Now the uh, Comets will uh, line up in their own uh, weird swinging gate-style formation. Yeah, Comets spread it out to both sides. Now they'll come into the kicking set. Seward. I don't think I've seen that one too much where you got the swinging gate to both yeah, sides. Yeah, usually you put them off all to one side. Out of the poppy hole, the snap was low, kick is blocked, poppy will grab it and go to a knee. 22-6, to six, Dickinson State leads. 
11.26 to go third quarter on the VW Motors scoreboard. We'll be back in a minute. Common Athletic Club is proud to bring you coverage of Mayville State University Sports on KMAV. The Common Athletic Club is a nonprofit organization established for the sole purpose of providing team support and scholarship funds for student athletes who qualify on the basis of character, academic achievement, and skill in a particular sport. Membership is open to everyone. For more information on the Common Athletic Club, call the Mayville State Athletic Office. Goose River Dental in Mayville reminds you, don't ignore your teeth or they'll go away. Keep your smile healthy and beautiful with regular visits to the dentist. From tooth whitening, fillings and crowns, to sealants and more, Goose River Dental gives you the quality dentistry and exceptional customer service you deserve. Contact Goose River Dental Office today at 788-4064 or 1-800-786-4064 for an appointment. Visit our website for more information, gooseriverdental.com. New patients are always welcome at Goose River Dental in Mayville. Zach Seward with the ball teed up. And Woniak. And uh, boy, Scavo back deep to return. And Woniak on the return from inside his 20. He's out to the 30. And to about the 33. 52-yard scoring drive for Mayville State. Set up by that blocked punt. John Poppy to Lance Jackson. A 33-yard scoring strike. The kick was blocked. 22-6 to your score right now. Between the drives and, you know, the extra points and kind of the break between... This is the longest that the defense has gone without being on the field, and we'll see if that, that makes any bit of a difference. First and 10 Blue Hawks from their own 34-yard line. Twin receivers left, one right, handoff to Jesse Carney up the middle into the open field, 45-50-45. And down to the 43-yard line of Mayville State. Dickinson has a pair of really nice running backs, both from Laney Carney of the uh, been impressive here this afternoon for the Blue Hawks. 23 yards on the carry, 86 in the ballgame for Carney. First and 10 Blue Hawks from the Mayville State, 43. Twins left, one right. Motion, a re- uh, reverse to Dalton Reed, right side. He's inside the 40, fights his way down to the 36. Pickup of seven on the carry for Dalton Reed. You know, a nice, uh, nice play there by uh, by Reed, another player from uh, Miles City, Montana. I saw him play in high school, very talented player. You're a big fan of Montana football. You uh, did spend some time out there. It's, uh, I suppose a lot of people in this area know. It's, uh, you were also a writer here for a while. Hand off up the middle to Carney. He's got a first down as he picks up five yards. And, you know, uh, the coaching staff is definitely uh, hoping here. You know, you got on the board. The offense got you some points. You're looking, they're looking for a big stop here from the defense, so this will be very key to see what the uh, defense is able to do. First and 10 Blue Hawks from the Mayville State 31. Twin receivers right, one to the left. Carney in the backfield. Ray will settle back into his uh, shotgun set. This is about as much as the sidelines and the crowd has been in the game so far for Mayville State. And off Carney, and he'll pick up a yard as uh, he was met immediately by the Mayville State defense. Yeah, Travis Algren made a big stop. A senior from Alaska, number 11, came up, stayed low, and really used his strength and his speed to make the play. Nice night tackle by him. Under 10 minutes to go, third quarter, 22-6. to Dickinson State leads Mayville State. Second and nine for the Blue Hawks. Twin receivers left and right. Carney set up this time behind the quarterback, Ray. Long count. Now Dickinson will stand up, look over to the sideline. 
And they really haven't been able to get into that rhythm that they wanted to. I mean, they've had some long plays, but they haven't really gotten in that rhythm that you want to in that no-huddle offense. Handoff, Carney up the middle, inside the 25 to about the 24, pick up of about six yards on the carry. You know, they have, their running backs are very much more traditional uh, downhill runners, and they, they find spots, but, man, they, they really bruise in there, and they can run and keep their legs going. They're impressive. Third and three, Carney uh, inching up on 100 yards rushing on 16 carries. Myron Moore already over 100 on 13 carries. Big hand off to Carney. Ray will go up the middle for the first down to about the 18-yard line. You know, once again, like we've said all day, uh, for a big guy, he had some athleticism, does Ray. You know, he goes 6'5", 200, but he can sure run through that hole. First and 10 from the 19-yard line. Unofficially, that's 16 first downs in the ballgame for the Blue Hawks. Twin receivers left and right. Ray back to pass under pressure, and he's going to be dropped for a sack. Brogan Thorin on that track did a great job coming through. The senior brought him down. Uh, he, he had a great jump there at the defensive end position. It'll be a loss of nine on the quarterback sack. It'll be second and 19. And uh, good good time to pick the blitz there. As, uh, that's what Mayville State needed. Three receivers right, one left. Now Dickinson pops up, looks to the sideline. Have you figured out the uh, signals yet? Yep, I think they're either going to run or pass the football. Good call. Ray takes the handoff, takes off up the middle. He's across the 25, maybe the 24-yard line, short game. Well, give credit to the State defensive line. Uh, they've got. It seems like they've gotten stronger as the game has gone on, especially, uh, you know, especially in some of those inside uh, inside carries. Third and about 15, ball on the 24-yard line. Twin receivers left and right. Carney still in the backfield. Dickinson definitely taking their time between snaps here in the second half. Tawoniak motions left to right. Ray under pressure as the Comets brought the blitz again. He'll be dropped at uh, right about at the original line of scrimmage. So it'll be fourth and 15. Some guys on that were Thorin and uh, looked like Jacob Gross. It also looked like Travis Aldring was in on the stop. Uh, defense, give him credit. Great job. Looks like we're going to see a field goal attempt. Be a uh, long field goal attempt. 41 yards. Bourne is going to try. He missed earlier wide to the right out of the hold of Thad Lane from the middle of the field. On fourth and 15, snap was a little high, kick is blocked, it's on the ground, Mayville State has it. Blocked by number 10, John Lamore. What's really interesting, uh, Mike, was that the, uh, uh, the first field goal attempt of the day, um, which was no good, but Lamore almost blocked it. And the special teams coordinator went over and showed him, you know, you don't put your hands quite so low. You keep them high. Keep them high. And that time, Lamore kept them high and was able to block that punt. That's a block kick on two straight possessions for Mayville State. They take over first and ten from their own 38. Three receivers left, one right. Homer Reed in the backfield. Take hand off to him. Short pass, right side. Complete to Horn for about five yards. This, uh... You know, the game's changed. And if you can get another score here, the comments are right there. So, uh, obviously, they feel like they have the momentum on their side right now. 
And uh, still sticking with that short pass game, but as we saw with uh, Jackson on the last drive, if you can get a short pass and break it, it's uh, just as good as throwing it long. Second and five for Mayville State. Poppy again looks to throw. Quick to Horn. First down at midfield. And he'll wrestle his way forward to about the 49-yard line. Pick up of eight. Mike, what I look for is uh, possibly a, a pump fake to a screen, and you take a shot down down the field here. That's what I'm expecting to see is that they uh, maybe pump fake it to uh, Jackson and take a shot down the field with Dontrell Horn. Three receivers left, one right, first and ten from the Dickinson State 49. 22-6, Blue Hawks lead, under six minutes to go here in the third quarter. Handoff goes up the middle to Homer Reed, and he'll work his way down to about the 45, a pickup of four. The one thing that Homer Reed really brings in is, again, he brings that down uh, downhill style of running, but he's going to pick you up three to four yards almost every time. And, and it's good to change it up a little bit. The short passing has worked, but... Uh, it's nice to get the running game going, too. And that's the thing with the pistol. Uh, Reed's able to get that downhill and get a head start. Poppy under pressure. He's going to be sacked at his own 45-yard line, a loss of 10. He had no chance on that one. It's uh, 55. Colby Wharton, defensive end from Anaconda in Montana, was uh, coming in on a blitz uh, on that time, and he, yeah, Poppy has no chance. Loss of 10 will make it third and 16. Back to the Mayville State 45-yard line. Just under five minutes to go. Third quarter, 22-6 Dickinson State the lead. You know, I think you hope that you can get eight or nine yards here, and then you think about going for it and fourth down, but it's tough to go for it on fourth and 15, so you got to pick up at least eight or nine yards. Poppy rolling left under pressure, and he's going to be sacked again this time at the 35-yard line. A loss of another 10 yards. And uh, that's, a again... Dickinson State bringing that, uh, bringing that blitz that time. Uh, again, it was a, a linebacker coming in on one of those blitz packages, and Poppy just had no chance, no time at all. Fourth and 25, the Comets will punt. Coming on uh, to kick it away again, Tyler Dolan. Back deep to return is Dylan Scabo. He snap floats back, kick away, end over end punt. Bounces at about the 32 into the arms of Scavo at the 20. He's out across the 30 and out of bounds near the 35. Probably Dolan's best punt of the day, I would say. It, it took a nice hop, about a 12 yards on one hop, but uh, the return man was standing right there waiting for it. So Dickinson State will take over. 3.58 to go third quarter. First and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Uh, that was a big defensive stand by D- by Dickinson State because that would just seem like uh, Mayville State was slowly but surely really taking the momentum of the game offensively. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens this drive. Twin receivers to the right. Toss sweep to Myron Moore left side. And he'll be stopped after a short game. Again, defense is looking very impressive here today. You know, obviously they uh, gave up some points in that first half, but... It, um, a lot of that had to do with just how much they've been on the field. They've done a nice job. Second down and eight. Flanker to the left, twin receivers right. Handoff more up the middle, 40, 45, 50. And fights his way down to about the Mayville State, 46. What a one-two combo Dickinson State has out of their running backs. Both of them are uh, pretty big and physical, but also very fast. He can hit the hole. Pick up of 17 and a first down. More unofficially, 126 yards rushing on 15 carries. Ball on the Mayville 46. 
they've really gone away from the pass here in the, the later parts of the game. And off more again up the middle, breaks through 40, 35, puts his head down and is down to the 31, maybe 32. And another first down. The offensive line does a really nice job for the for the Blue Hawks right up front. And uh, Mayville State, I, I would expect them to pick up the blitzing a little bit here later in this drive. And it seems like any time they get close to the teams being in the red zone, they do pick up that blitz, those blitz packages. Hand off more up the middle again. This time he's met by the defense at the 29, pick up of a yard, maybe two. And that time, uh, exactly. There were quite a few guys on the blitz. Uh, guys on the tackle were uh, players like Dusty Delk, um, Zach Seward. Um, did a really nice job of making tackles. Comets uh, make wholesale changes across the defensive line. Toss sweep to Moore. He cuts it back inside. He's at the 25. And down near the 20, near another first down. Yeah, they're, uh, they're having a lot of success with that run game, Craig. Unofficially, uh, 150 yards rushing now for more. Comets have an injured player on the field. 2.27 to go, third quarter, 22-6. to six. Dickinson State will get a timeout called. It is brought to you by Viking Insurance and Realty of Mayville. We'll be back in a minute. Jeff's Electric of Portland wishes the best of luck to the area teams. For electrical and trenching work, call on Jeff's Electric. Electricity is nothing to fool around with. Make sure you and your family practice safety when it comes to being around electricity. For any electric or work you need to have taken care of, call in a professional. Call on Jeff, John, and Tom at Jeff's Electric, 788-2151. Again, good luck teams from everyone at Jeff's Electric of Portland. Sunny sky, 85 degrees. Beautiful day out there. Final score on our first game on KMSR 1520 AM today was Georgia hanging on to beat Tennessee 35-32. Pre-game coverage of Stanford and Washington underway over on 1520 AM. Back to Jeromeberg Field. I believe it's 92. Man down, Kenley Napoleon. Yep, that's who uh, it appears to be. Still being tended to by the trainers. 2.27 to go, third quarter. As we mentioned uh, a few times, 22-6 to six the score. Dickinson State out in front of Mayville State. And uh, still tending to the injured player. Let's uh, take another one-minute timeout. The pizza shop is open seven days a week. Lunchtime, supper, or a late-night snack. Anytime is a great time to stop at the pizza shop. Choose from taste-tempting pizza, chicken, subs, and more, plus all your favorite beverages. Ask about pizza shop's frozen pizzas ready to take home. For great food, service, and atmosphere, it's the pizza shop in Mayville. Mayport Hardware Hank now is your local store for GE Hot Point Appliances. Stop in at Mayport Hardware Hank and check out the latest GE Hot Point washers, dryers, refrigerators, freezers, and microwaves. They still carry all the other great items as always, but now you can buy GE Hot Point appliances at Mayport Hardware Hank, downtown Mayville. KMAV, Mayville, North Dakota. Proud to be family owned and operated. Still tending to the injured player on the field. As uh, he's he's moved a little bit, but uh, not very much. The um, defensive lineman Kenley Napoleon. Now he's uh, moving around a bit more. 
you mentioned uh, Mayville State will be at home next week, their homecoming game against Presentation College. That'll be a 2.30 kickoff next week. And uh, three straight road games at Valley City, at the University of Jamestown, and then at Dickinson State. The uh, Comets come back home November 1st for the Farmers Bowl against Valley City State and then wrap up the season against the University of Jamestown, also at home. Uh, Dickinson State. And uh, now they're helping uh, Napoleon up. He's uh, now sitting up. For Dickinson, uh, they host the University of Jamestown next week. Uh, Then they're at Valley City State. Uh, against Mayville State, Saturday, October 25th. Then they play Presentation, Dakota State, and they finish the year November 15th at the University of Jamestown. And Napoleon now being helped off by some of his teammates. So uh, hopefully not too seriously injured. He's, you know, half under his own power there, walking off the field. So that's a a good sign. 2.27 to go, third quarter. It's first and 10 for Dickinson State. Ball on the Mayville State 20-yard line. I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a play-action shot taken here by uh, Dickinson State University. Usually what you try to build up to with all the uh, running, but... They've also had a lot of success in the Yeah, they haven't really needed to go to the play-action. Handoff up the middle, more. Breaks free from one tackler. He's inside the 15, still fighting his way forward inside the 10, and dropped at about the 8, and it'll be another first down. Now, uh, that run game has been extremely successful, especially as the game has went on. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, is what they say. At, you know, at times, Comets have done a good job stopping it, but it seems like they just get worn down by the constant pounding of the Dickinson offense, and now uh, flags will fly. And it'll be a legal procedure against Dickinson. A five-yard penalty, their third of the ball game. You know, I would say that the red zone probably hasn't necessarily been a strength today for Dickinson. You know, they have the fumble. I believe they also had a uh, had a, a missed field goal. Um, so, uh, you know, it hasn't been their strongest area. First and goal from the 14-yard line. Offset eye formation, handoff to Moore up the middle. And he'll lose a yard. So when uh, Mayville State's been able to, to bring the blitz in like they did that time, they've had a lot of success. So it'll be second and goal from the 15. A stop here uh, obviously would be huge as we near the end of the third quarter. And uh, pistol set with that uh, offset eye look. The fullback to the right of the quarterback. Running back behind him. Big hand off to Moore. Here's your play action pass to the end zone. And it's caught for the touchdown. Dalton Reed on the 15-yard touchdown reception will make it 28 to six. Very impressive connection there from uh, from the quarterback Ray to Reed. Uh, did a good job of staying in the pocket. He had a guy in his face, but uh, made a, a perfect throw to Reed. So with a minute seven to go in the third quarter, Dickinson State runs the lead back up to 22. Bormon to attempt the PAT. Snap is a good one. Kick is up. Good pressure by Mayville State, but it's good. 
Minutes seven to go, third quarter on the VW Motors scoreboard. It's Dickinson State 29, Mayville State 6. We'll have the kick in a minute. Common Athletic Club is proud to bring you coverage of Mayville State University Sports on KMAV. The Common Athletic Club is a nonprofit organization established for the sole purpose of providing team support and scholarship funds for student athletes who qualify on the basis of character, academic achievement, and skill in a particular sport. Membership is open to everyone. For more information on the Comet Athletic Club, call the Mayville State Athletic Office. As a producer, you look for a team that can get the job done for your operation. Drain tile, ditch cleaning, demolition. Get it all done in one call. Call the pros at Chad's Excavating of Mayville. Chad's Excavating has 22 years of experience, equipment for any project, and RTK GPS software to survey, map, and complete your projects fast. Call Chad's Excavating 701-430-0182. That's 701-430-0182. Chad's Excavating, helping farmers grow. John Lamore and Lance Jackson back deep to return. Rashad Flanders left the game a while ago with an injury. Bourne will kick it away. High end over end kick. Jackson will take it about the 5. He's across the 10, 15, up the middle, 20, 25. And wrestled to the ground there. First and 10 for Mayville State. That was a 65-yard scoring drive for Dickinson State. Taylor Ray to Dalton Reed, 15 yards on the play-action pass. As Lipsy called for, Born the PAT, 29-6 to our score. You know, I, I think Mabel State's offense is going to have to try to take a couple shots. In the, you know, they're down by three scores. You're going to have to maybe go for that long passing game here. First and 10 from their own 26 for the Comets. Twin receivers left and right. Homer Reed again in the backfield. Poppy. Hands it off to Reed, trying to get outside to the right, and he's chased into the Dickinson State sideline for a short gain. But, uh, you know, Reed, uh, a nice run there. Uh, you know, you usually see him run more uh, more inside running game from Reed and more uh, uh, to the outside by Flanders, but that time they, they tried to go to the outside. They actually lost two on that. It looked like he had gained a couple, but uh, he must have stepped out two yards behind the lineman scrimmage. Poppy rolling to his left. He's going to throw. Jackson caught it on the Mayville State sideline close to a first down. You know, there's a little bit of a longer shot for Mayville State, about 12, 13-yard uh, pass play. And, uh, you know, like we've said, you know, throughout the game, Mayville State is very good wide receivers. I mean, they go up and they get balls. So, uh, you know, they have a lot of athleticism on the uh, out of their split end. Third and one for the Comets. Ball just across the 35-yard line. Three receivers right, one left. Homer Reed again in the backfield. To the right of the quarterback, Poppy. Blitz coming. Handoff goes to Reed up the middle. It looks like he's got the first down. He is a very strong runner because he was uh, initially hit by the D-line of uh, by the Blue Hawks very early on, but he just kept his legs running and uh, got two yards for the Comets. Pick up a two, gives the Comets the first down. From their own 37. And uh, that time, doing the blocking for Mayville State was on, on the right side. Uh, they did a, a pretty nice job of uh, getting some extra room for him. Poppy throws it down the line to Horn, and it's incomplete as the ball hits the ground, and we'll get one more play here in the quarter if there's 1.1 seconds left. Another try at a, uh, a screen from the comments there, and uh, that's something that they've done a lot of today. And another instance where Poppy just not quite the right throw. That one was low. He's had a couple out in front of his receivers. Uh, he's just been a little off at times. 
you know, and a lot of that has to do with the uh, defensive pressure from Dickinson State's uh, defensive line. And off to Reed up the middle, second and ten, and he is hit hard in the backfield, and the flag will come down as he was uh, wrestled to the ground uh, after the whistle is blown. A two-yard loss for Reed on the play, and then a personal foul, which will result in a first down. So at the end of three on the VW Motors scoreboard, Dickinson State 29, Mayville State 6. We'll go to the fourth quarter in one minute. At the Baker Funeral Home in Mayville, we believe strongly in serving our community and preserving peace of mind. A prearranged funeral plan with us will give you both. Please call Craig or Jackie Larrell at 788-3391 to find out how we can help you plan for the future. The Baker Funeral Home of Mayville where our family cares for yours. We're big with huge savings this week at Miller's Fresh Food, Angus Pride, USDA Choice, Boneless Top Sirloin Steak, five seventy-eight a pound, Hormel Always Tender, Boneless Pork Sirloin Chops, two seventy-eight a pound, and imported Naval Oranges, 99 cents a pound at Miller's Fresh Foods, Mayville, Hatton, and Cooperstown. Napa Auto Parts in Mayville has the quality parts and accessories you've come to trust. They're honored to have you as a customer and aim to make every experience you have with them a pleasant one. It is their goal to provide you with the best customer service in the business and the best prices. Stop in today at Napa Auto Parts located on Highway 200 in Mayville with stores in Harvey and Carrington as well. Good luck in today's game from Napa Auto Parts in Mayville. Start of the fourth quarter, first and ten, Mayville State, ball at midfield. Three receivers left, one right. Reed in the backfield. The uh, penalty, personal foul, calls the first down. Poppy hit as he throws. It's incomplete into the Mayville State sideline. Uh, he is brought down by a pair of uh, Dickinson State players. On the, the pressure was Matt McCoy, number 22, and also uh, number 99, which is uh, Michael Hernandez. Put a lot of pressure on Poppy that time. Second and 10. Just underway fourth quarter. Comets trail 29 to 6. Poppy fakes the handoff to Reed. Ball is tipped in the air and incomplete as the uh, D lineman tipped it up in the air and had a chance to pick it off, but uh, Poppy was there to uh, knock it to the ground. That was Sam Hurroff for uh, Dickinson State. Um, you know, give credit to Poppy. He did a pretty good job of uh, kind of playing defense. Once the ball was tipped up, he kind of uh, boxed out her off to make sure he didn't get the ball. Third and ten for Mayville State. Uh, they really need to start making things happen down by three touchdowns. Three receivers left, one right. Poppy back to throw under pressure. He's in the grasp, uh, and he'll be dropped for a loss. There's a flag down in the backfield. There's a loss of three. Either the holding or the possibility of a, uh, a face mask type penalty. Face mask will be the call. Automatic first down. Again, the Comets bailed out of a uh, third and long situation by a 15-yard penalty. It's now five penalties in the ballgame against Dickinson for a total of 45 yards. So it'll be first and 10 for the Comets on the Dickinson State 38. The Comets are going to look to get to the ball into their... Uh you know, into their playmaker's hands. Uh, look for Horn or Jackson to uh, try to get the ball uh, from Poppy here. Poppy takes the snap, takes it to Reed, throws it down the line to Jackson, trying to get outside to the left, and he'll fight his way forward for about five yards as a penalty flag down. 
in the area. I suppose uh, you see a holding. It looks like a holding on one of the receivers for the Comets. Could have been number 24. And that will be the call. Holding against Mayville State. First penalty of the half against Mayville State. Only three in the ball game for 25 yards. So we uh, first and 20. And that's something you risk when you run those uh, screens. A lot of times, you you know, you have to have good blocking, and uh, sometimes you're going to run into those holding, uh, holding calls by one of the receivers because you're blocking so hard on those screens. Ball comes back out to the Mayville State 48. First and 20. Three receivers right, one left. Dickinson bringing the blitz. Pass complete to Dontrell Horn right side for a gain of about four. Um, Horn does a nice job of uh, hauling that one in. But, uh, you know, Dickinson State uh, has done a pretty good job. They know that that play has been coming quite a bit, and they've been able to uh, stop that from uh, stop the receivers from getting much running room on those plays. And Horn is shaken up. Uh, he's right on the sideline over here on the near sideline. He's uh, being looked at by the trainer. Clock stops 14:04 to go in the ball game. 29 to six. Dickinson stay with the lead. Horn pops up, takes one step, and he's on the sideline. And he's another one of the, the playmakers for this Thomas offense. You know, and uh, that's not good to see. You know, we still haven't seen Flanders back in the game, and Horn uh, Horn down here. So. You know, one of the things you're hoping here in the late, late in the second half, and the, you know, they're down by five, is you hope that everyone can stay healthy. Aaron Ritchie will come into the ball game at a wide receiver to replace Horn. Three receivers left, one right. Second and 15, flag comes down. Poppy will be sacked for a loss of eight. We'll see what the flag is. Illegal shift against Naval State. I'm guessing that'll be declined. Hernandez has been a busy man for uh, Dickinson State. He's had two or three sacks here today for the Blue Hawks. And the penalty decline. The result of the play is a loss of eight on the quarterback sack. So that'll make it third and 23. Twin receivers left and right. Reed to the left of Poppy. Poppy straight back to throw, sets up the screen over the middle and incomplete as it was thrown low. And that's, again, maybe a throw that needs just a hair more touch under it. Uh, but I think he was just trying to get away. Kind of Maybe got a little, uh, he's been having a lot of pressure on him today. And sometimes when you're uh, afraid that the that those defenders are coming after you, you're just going to try to get rid of it as fast as you can. Tyler Dolan will come on to punt it away. Dylan Scabo back to return it. He's standing on his own 10. Dolan gets the kick away. A wobbly short punt that will roll out of bounds at about the 32, which doesn't even make the first down marker. It's uh, not what you were looking for for Mayville State, but Dickinson State taking over first and 10 from their own 33. You know, here you're just looking for energy from your players late in the game. You know, show that they're they're still fighting out there and uh, hopefully get some good things. You know, you uh, make a stop on defense, maybe you can get back on the scoreboard. Blue Hawks come out on offense, tight end and two receivers right, receiver left, more in the backfield. act in motion left to right, takes a pitch right side, and he's got a first down on the wide receiver reverse. He picks up 11. Yeah, that defense, the defense just doesn't look quite as fresh here uh, 
you know, a nice play, but that's a play they've been able to stop here today quite a bit. And, uh, you know, the offense is, looks pretty fresh. First and ten Blue Hawks from their own 44. This time they'll put three receivers to the left. One to the right. Ray drops back into the shotgun. Handoff. Moore up the middle. 45, 50, 45, 40. And stumbles down at about the 37. All kinds of running room that time. Offensive line for Dickinson State. Really done a nice job here, uh, especially in the second half. Trying to wear down that defense. Pickup of about 19 on the carry. Unofficially nine first downs this half. 22 in the ball game for Dickinson. First and 10 from the Mayville 36. And the one guy I've really noticed for them is uh, 52 Kelly Cop. He's their center. Does a really nice job. More again on the handoff. This time he'll pick up two, maybe three yards. And uh, as the game has went on, Mike, you've been able to notice they've been shifting guys in quite a bit, on the, especially on the D line. They've been doing a shift probably uh, once every series or maybe once every two series. And, you know, it's a combination of the quick pace of play and also the heat, which when they played Waldorf, heat wasn't really a factor. But uh, definitely the pace of play you know, keeps, keeps the guys uh, getting tired. And, you know, it's not true when you're, you know, uh, Maple State runs, you know, uh, a no-huddle type offense as well, and maybe they, uh, especially when they haven't been able to to have longer drives, uh, it really wears on you. Loss of two on the carry by Moore will make it third and nine. Jesse Carney now back in in the backfield. Looks like one of the referees went down on the last play. Had to get helped up. Three receivers left, one right. Back to throw, Ray. Got some time. Now he's under pressure. Slips through one tackler. Still running. Slips through another tackler and a third. And is finally forced out on the Mayville State sideline for a loss. Some excellent pressure that time by the Comets. Uh, number 91, Aaron Johnson. Number 99, Jason Harper. Uh, all kinds of uh, pressure coming from uh, the defensive line for Mayville State. So give him credit. That's a really nice stop. Ray actually picks up a yard. And uh, we lost him a little bit on the sideline here. He actually did pick up one yard. So it's fourth and eight, twin receivers left and right. A little surprised to see him going for it in this situation. Ball is on the Mayville State 33. The act motions from left to right. Rolling right is Ray looking to throw. Intermediate pass complete for the first down at about the 20-yard line. Number 82, that's uh, Scabo. Yeah, Dylan Scabo, uh, he's actually a Dickinson product. I remember him out of Dickinson uh, High. Great player. Pickup of 12 in the first down. Yeah, he's just a freshman for the Blue Hawks, and uh, he's gonna, he has a nice uh, nice career ahead of him. First and 10 from the 21. Handoff, Carney, right side. And he spun down to the ground at around the 10. Looks like he's got another first down at the 10-yard line. Mike, that's a demoralizing play for the defense because they played so well those first three uh, three plays of the uh, of that particular set of downs, and uh, to give up a fourth down play is tough. First and goal at the ten. They'll go again to Carney. Short game. And like we talked about today, the Comets have done a lot of good things on defense. A lot of things that the coaching staff can walk away and say, you know, uh, there were a lot of very strong plays, but uh, you know, this running game from Dickinson State is impressive, and they've. They put up a lot of points this season uh, in general. 
Second and goal, ball on about the nine-yard line. Moore back into the backfield. He'll take the handoff up the middle, and he'll spin to the ground at the seven. Um, in general, Maple State's done a nice job uh, in the red zone situation. Uh, they've given up a couple touchdowns, but they've also forced a turnover. They've also uh, made uh, Dickinson kick two field goals on the day. So all in all, not bad. Third and goal for Dickinson. Ball officially on the six-yard line. Twin receivers left, one to the right. Looking to throw Ray, and he'll throw to the back of the end zone, complete for the touchdown, 89. Uh, the reception. And we got Braden Lear. I think Braden Lear on the uh, reception. And the extra point is good. 9.24 to go in the ballgame. 36-6, to Dickinson State with the lead. They'll kick in a minute. Mayport Hardware Hank now is your local store for GE Hot Point Appliances. Stop in at Mayport Hardware Hank and check out the latest GE Hot Point washers, dryers, refrigerators, freezers, and microwaves. They still carry all the other great items as always, but now you can buy GE Hot Point Appliances at Mayport Hardware Hank, downtown Mayville. Jeff's Electric of Portland wishes the best of luck to the area teams. For electrical and trenching work, call on Jeff's Electric. Electricity is nothing to fool around with. Make sure you and your family practice safety when it comes to being around electricity. For any electrical work you need to have taken care of, call on a professional. Call on Jeff, John, and Tom at Jeff's Electric, 788-2151. Again, good luck teams from everyone at Jeff's Electric of Portland. Form has the ball teed up, 67-yard scoring drive for Dickinson State. Kaylor Ray to Braden Lear, six-yard scoring strike. Borm's PAT makes it 36-6 with 9.24 to go in the ballgame. Kicks away, high, end over end kick, which will go into the end zone for a touchback. So Mayville State will start out first and 10 from their own 25. You know, here uh, the Comets are just going to look to look to have positive things happen going into next week. You know, uh, what's done is done probably, but, you know, you look to uh, to find some positive things out of the offensive effort this week and go into next week against Presentation College. Comets offense out. Dontrell Horn back into the lineup at a receiver spot, so he must be okay. Twin receivers left and right. Poppy in the backfield with Homer Reed. Haven't seen a lot over Reed so far as far as uh, many carries, so I look for him maybe to get a couple carries on this drive. Reverse to Lance Jackson coming towards the Mayville State sideline, and he'll pick up about five yards. Nice play call there by the Comets, and uh, like we've said all day, uh, the Comets have very good athleticism among their receivers, and uh, a nice run by Jackson. You know, you can get five yards over a play like that. You know, that's a, a play that has a uh, chance for, you know, negative yarders. So that's a that's a positive play, I think. 
Second and a little more than five yards from Mayville State. Three receivers left, one right. Poppy looking to throw down the line. He's got Jackson, cuts back in, and is dropped for no gain. Um, you know, Jackson did a nice job hauling that in, but Dickinson State, Dickinson State defense was right there. It didn't, the, the play didn't fool him that time, and uh, their D-backs do a really nice job of tackling. Third and five from Mayville State. This time they'll put the three receivers on the right side. Jackson all alone on the left. Eight and a half minutes to go. Clock rolling. Poppy throws short to the left. Complete for the first down. Jacob Lawrence. Nice play that time by Lawrence. There is a penalty flag on the play, but Lawrence did a nice job bringing that one in and uh, getting some yardage in. Wait to see what the call is. It's going to go against the comments, I believe. It's it looked like, you know, a possible either, either a shift or a legal formation kind of uh, penalty. So we'll let the official call it. Ineligible downfield against Mayville State. So that will negate the uh, first down pass and make it third and ten. Really positive play there, though. Uh, Jacob Lawrence made a nice catch, showed some uh, good athleticism to find some open space, and uh, still something that uh, a nice play. I mean, a w- really well-drawn-up play. So a positive for the Comets, just uh, the penalties are tough. Twin receivers left and right. Poppy back to throw, under pressure right away, rolling right, and throws it away into the Mayville State sideline instead of taking the sack. Which is definitely uh, something if you have the ability to get rid of the ball without losing those extra yards, you do it. So a nice job there by Poppy. Comets will punt, fourth and about ten. Definitely disappointing because, you know, you had that first down, nice play, and was just taken away from that by that penalty. Scavo back to return. He's standing on his own 35, now comes up a few steps. Tyler Dolan will kick it away. As we are down to eight minutes, six seconds to go in the ball game, a 30-point Dickinson lead. Kick away, almost blocked a short punt. Hits at midfield and is down by Mayville State, uh, right about at midfield. Defense takes the uh, the field again here for the Comets, and uh, yeah, next week uh, presentation goes still. Is that correct? That is correct. The homecoming game for homecoming and. Uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, hopefully the weather is as nice as it has been. It's been uh, beautiful weather here today. It has been, and, you know, when the season started, it was cold and wasn't very great. I guess you'd maybe call that more fall weather, but uh, recently things have warmed up quite nicely. Tad Lane in at quarterback. He'll hand off to the first back through up the middle, 31, Bryce Herman, for a gain of about three. Yeah, I see some uh, new guys out here for uh, Dickinson, and they uh, tried to, they put in some new guys on defense as well. So, uh, you know, opportunity to, to be in some new positions for some younger players for uh, the, the Blue Hawks. Offset eye pistol set, receiver to each side. Lane turns, hands it off to Herman up the middle, and Herman takes it down to near the 40-yard line. Looks like it'll be a first down. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter if it's high school football, if it's college football, it's a good idea to get uh, backups in, uh, you know, players that don't necessarily start. When you have an opportunity to play them, 
do it because you never know when injuries will take place. Um, you know, right now, Mabel State, uh, the starting quarterback today, John Poppy, started the year at the death starters number three. So you never know what can happen in college football. First and ten blue hots from the Mabel State 40. Bain uh, hands and uh, turns and hands to Herman again a pick up of another four yards. That lane, I should say. Except uh, as a broadcaster, you hate all these new guys coming in because you're going to learn a whole new set of names, right, Harry? No doubt. You know, and and there are. You know, both teams have a, a big roster, so there's a lot of guys to get in there if you have the opportunity. Both teams have so many guys that there are guys that are not even on their rosters, right? Yeah, it's it's always tough. You have which college you have new, you know, road uniforms sometimes, away uniforms, and just different injuries or whatever. They're wearing different jerseys than they are on the roster, so you never know. Handoff up the middle on second and six goes for a first down to Riley Moore. That uh, handoff took him to the 21, so a 15-yard carry for Moore. And another first down. And uh, for the most part, uh, a lot of the same guys on defense from Eagle State, and it's just, uh, man, they worked hard today. They're tired. Lane turns, hands it off to Moore up the middle. And stopped for no gain. Travis Algren there with a really nice stop for the Comets. Uh, he's, you know, he's had a lot of nice tackles here for Mayville State. And you see the uh, new defensive lineman come in for the the shift, and uh, you know they're, you know, they work on a, a shift as well, especially in the trenches. But you see some new guys here for the Comets. Second and ten for Dickinson. Ball on the Mayville State 21. And at the fullback is David Spinner. Toss to Moore, right side, cuts back towards the middle, slips a few tackles. He's inside the 10, inside the 5, and he'll go in for the touchdown. A 21-yard touchdown run for Riley Moore. Man, they have a good running game, very impressive running game. It all starts at the offensive line, and, man, they just uh, – and that's the thing, too, is as the game goes on, you'll see in uh, every game that Dickinson has played this year, they have success in the second half, and that's because they stick to that running game and their line does a good job of overpowering people. Borm on to attempt the PAT. Snap is there. Kick is up. Plenty of leg, and it's good. Five and a half to go in the ball game. 43-6, to six, Dickinson State leads Mayville State on the VW Motors scoreboard bank in a minute. Crane Johnson Lumber of Mayville is your one-stop for all your building or remodeling projects. Crane Johnson Lumber offers drafting service, and Harley will come out to your site and measure and give you a free estimate. Some of the fine products you'll find at Crane Johnson Lumber include Anderson Windows. Crane Johnson Lumber is one of the largest distributors of Anderson Windows in North Dakota. Hayfield Windows, Mid-Continent Cabinets, Overhead Doors, Entry Doors, Slag Locks, Chamberlain Garage Door Openers, Certainty Shingles, GAF Timberline Shingles, everything you need for cement work, and of course, lumber. Save money and time by shopping at Crane Johnson Lumber of Mayville. The pizza shop is open seven days a week. Lunchtime, supper, or a late-night snack. Anytime is a great time to stop at the pizza shop. Choose from taste-tempting pizza, chicken, subs, and more, plus all your favorite beverages. Ask about Pizza Shop's frozen pizzas ready to take home. For great food, service, and atmosphere, it's the Pizza Shop in Mayville. KMAV Sports, featuring Hall of Fame sportscaster Dan Keating. We are the sports play-by-play leader. Josh Borm approaching the football, gets the kick away, high and over and kick. Bounces between Lamore and Jackson, and 
into the end zone for a touchback. So the Comets, again, will start from their own 25. That was a 50-yard scoring drive for Dickinson State. Riley Moore, a 21-yard touchdown run. Orm's kick makes it 43-6. to You know, uh, Dickinson definitely has to be happy with, uh, with the effort today. You know, uh, again, like I, I was just talking about, their key is being able to overpower people with the running game. You know, it, it takes a little bit. But uh, as the third quarter, as the fourth quarter hit, especially when you get heat like this, it's going to take effect. Hand off up the middle to Homer Reed. Picks up about four. You know, early in the game, uh, Dickinson was trying to, uh, you know, mix in the pass a little bit more. And, uh, you know, really that wasn't too effective. It wasn't until they really got that uh, run going that they were able to mix that play-action pass in with uh, a lot of effectiveness. Number 16, Lopez in at the quarterback. Homer Reed bobbles the ball. It's on the ground. Looks like Dickinson State might have it. Uh, looks like uh, Homer Reed recovered. Oh, wow. He did get it back. He got lucky there because it looked like that one was going to be a turnover. End up as uh, no gain, so it'll be third and about six. Well, here's the silver lining area. According to Dickinson State's schedule, Maple State doesn't have a mark either way. This is the non-conference matchup between these two teams. You know, it's a, a good chance to, to see what Dickinson State has. You know, they run so much, and they, they use that running game that you might be able to uh, maybe uh, game plan around it a little bit. Lopez throws. It's going to be caught by Lineman off of the hands of Homer Reed. Malcolm Glover with the catch for the Comets, and the crowd gets excited. Good for a gain of about three yards. So, and that's the only way a lineman can legally catch the ball is if uh, someone else tips it first. Show some good hands on that play. And it looks like they're going to go for it. And, uh, you know, oh, oh, he gained a lot. They're giving him the first down. Oh, wow. Malcolm Glover with the big catch for the Comet. He has seven on the carry or on the reception. It didn't look like he had nearly that. Initially, they were spotting him like he had about three yards. Handoff goes up the middle. Homer Reed, he puts it on the ground again, and this one, and I believe, is Dickinson's ball. Malcolm Glover was trying to come up with the, uh, the recovery that time. He had uh, visions of taking up another first down, but it didn't quite happen. I believe they said 42, Colton Johnston, on the recovery. And we have an injured Blue Hawk on the play. That looks like uh, number 21, Robert Sterling. We've called his name a couple times today. So it looked like Reed picked up a couple yards and then fumbled it. Those last couple carries for Reed, it just looked like he never really got a handle on the ball. You know, a new quarterback in there, and sometimes that will affect that. You know, uh, my my one running uh, attempt in uh, high school, it took, you know, it took a little bit to get used to uh, the handoff. And, uh, you know, different quarterbacks handed off just a little bit differently. First and 10 Blue Hawks from the Mayville State 39. A wing and a receiver left, receiver right. Herman in the backfield. Lane turns and hands to him. And Herman fights his way inside the 35 to about the 33. You know, we've said it uh, all day. That running game is just excellent. And uh, give credit to that offensive line. It looks like they have a couple new linemen in there. They, they sure have some size up there. Some really good size out of their linemen. Second and five for the Blue Hawks. Three and a half minutes to go in the ball game. They lead by 37 at 43 to six. 
And uh, here again, Mabel State's just looking, uh, they're looking for energy and, uh, you know, that's the, uh, some big stops as well. You know, you just, you look, uh, you look for the, the team to keep showing that they're really working out there. Toss to Herman, he slips the first tackle and is spun to the ground at the 30, a pickup of four more yards. Nice play there by uh, Travis Olgren and Dusty Delt also on the stop for the Comets. Third down in a yard from the 30-yard line. Under three minutes to go in the ball game. Naval State will fall to two and three and remain on two in conference play. Dickinson State will improve to two and three with the win today. One and oh in conference play. You know, an impressive game for Dickinson State. Not, I expect them to be right in the mix in the, uh, the North Star. Herman again. This time he'll spin for a loss of a couple. As uh, Mayville State got into the backfield. Again, Aldrin on the stop. A really nice play there by, uh, by Travis Aldrin, the senior out of Alaska. Fourth and about four. Always at the 33-yard line. Just over two minutes to go. Dickinson State going for it. Lane settles in, takes the snap, looking to throw, fires it out towards the sideline, complete. Looks like he's just a little bit short, Mike. Eighty-three on the reception. Bryce Keelback. And it's first down for the Comets. So it'll come up a yard short. First attempt for Lane will go for three yards, but they'll come up a yard short. And Mayville State will take over first and 10 from their own 30 with a minute 53 to go in the ballgame. Octavius Hayes will be in the backfield with Lopez. Twin receivers right. One to the left. Lopez hands it to Hayes. Trying to go off right tackle, and he's stopped. Maybe a little bit shy in the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, here, uh, uh, a good opportunity for uh, Hayes to see. He hasn't uh, seen too much uh, running you know, uh, opportunities today. So a good chance to see if he can find some running room and, uh, you know, maybe pick up a first down for the count. Second and 10, twins left, one right. He's again in the backfield. He'll take the carry this time towards the left tackle and be stopped for a loss of one. As we roll down to a minute to go in the ball game. You know, uh, some new players on the offensive side of the football, uh, a couple new linemen in there and, uh, you know, uh, a good opportunity to take some uh, varsity time for these guys. And that's, uh, that's the nice part about, you know, playing some of these teams twice. They're they're good, solid tests, and you can kind of see how you stack up with them. And then, you know, next time around when it counts in the conference standings, you can uh, hopefully see where you made your mistakes and make the adjustments. And, you know, for Eagle State, you look at, you know, it's, it's 20, you know, they cut it to two scores. They had some opportunities that looked like they had momentum going their way in the third quarter, but it just didn't quite, uh, they couldn't carry on to it. Lopez completes the pass on the right side for a first down to number 80, Mark Witherspoon. 
From the 29 to the 49 of Dickinson, 22 yards on the completion. Nice passing play by the Comets right there. Uh, you know, really positive play, a little bit downfield, and the Witherspoon did a nice job of hauling him in. First and 10 Comets from the Dickinson, 49, 23.3 seconds to go. Twin receivers left, one right. Handoff, Hayes up the middle, and he'll be dropped on the Mayville State 49, a loss of two. And that, I'm guessing, will be the ball game. Yeah, you know, like you said before, Mike, a, a good crowd from Dickinson here, and uh, they're uh, starting to give their team a, a pretty big hand for a, a impressive performance here today in Mayville. And that's the ball game. Your final score on the VW Motors scoreboard, Dickinson State 43, Mayville State 6. We'll have the post-game report in two minutes. Goose River Dental and Mayville reminds you, don't ignore your teeth or they'll go away. Keep your smile healthy and beautiful with regular visits to the dentist. From tooth whitening, fillings and crowns, to sealants and more, Goose River Dental gives you the quality dentistry and exceptional customer service you deserve. Contact Goose River Dental Office today at 788-4064 or 1-800-786-4064 for an appointment. Visit our website for more information, gooseriverdental.com. New patients are always welcome at Goose River Dental in Mayville. Northwood Deacon is Health Center, serving the area's health care needs with new medical clinics located in Northwood, Laramore, and Binford. Family nurse practitioners seeing both new and current patients include Condita Ness, Brian Tweet, Heidi Shannon, and Liz Sandberg. Dr. John Berg continues to see patients in the ER, hospital, and nursing home. For appointments at the Northwood Clinic or Binford Clinic, call 587-6900 or at the Laramore Clinic, 701-431-2999. Northwood Deacon is Health Center's new clinics located in Northwood, Laramore, and Binford, working hand-in-hand for better health. Northwood Deacon is Health Center is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Are you looking for high-quality, affordable health care? Valley Community Health Centers is a perfect choice for individuals and families. Our local providers now offer a lab and x-ray services, DOT and sports physicals, flu shots, and much more. Valley Community Health Centers proud to welcome Rebecca Vegan and Lisa Hosh, both adult nurse practitioners, and Pamela Rustfang, a pediatric nurse practitioner, to our family. We accept all insurance plans, ask about our sliding fee discount, prescription assistance, and personalized insurance assistance. Visit us at valleychc.org or call 587-6000 for more information. Valley Community Health Centers, caring for our community. Game summary is brought to you on KMAV by the Goosefer Bank of Mayville, Hillsborough, and Hatton. First, the scoring summary. Dickinson State got on the scoreboard with a minute 17 to go in the first quarter. A 51-yard scoring drive. Jesse Carney, an 11-yard touchdown run. Josh Form added the PAT to make it 7-0 Blue Hawks. Then with 5.30 to go in the first half, a 55-yard Dickinson State scoring drive. Jesse Carney, a 37-yard touchdown run. Bad lane to Colton Johnston on the two-point conversion pass made it 15 to nothing. And with 41.2 seconds to go in the first half, 77-yard scoring drive. Myron Moore, a one-yard touchdown run. Borm's kick made it 22 to nothing going into the break. 
Naval State would cut into the lead early in the third quarter, 11.26 to go, a 52-yard scoring drive. John Poppy to Lance Jackson, a 33-yard touchdown pass. The kick was blocked. That made it 22-6, and it was all Blue Hawks from there. Minute seven to go, third quarter, 65-yard scoring drive. Kayla Ray to Dalton Reed, 15-yard touchdown. Bourne's kick made it 29-6. 9.24 to go in the fourth quarter, 67-yard scoring drive. Kayla Ray to Braden Lear. Uh, Lear. A six-yard touchdown pass. Borms kick made it 36-6. And then with five and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, a 50-yard scoring drive. Riley Moore, a 21-yard touchdown run. And Borms kick made it 43-6. We'll come back uh, with the team and individual numbers on the game summary after this from the Goose River Bank. I'm Russ Angen from the Goose River Bank. Farmers, you trust your seed, chemical, and implement salesmen because they sell their products with your best interest in mind. So when you're looking for financial help, look no further than the Goose River Bank. We can assist your financial needs and help you build financial success. We are interested in your farming operation with your best interest in mind. Strong bank, strong communities. The Goose River Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Team and individual numbers, first for Dickinson State, unofficially 570 yards of total offense. 405 on the ground, 102 through the air. They were led individually by Myron Moore, who had a game high, 183 yards on 24 carries, a touchdown and a fumble. Jesse Carney carried the ball 18 times for 110 and two touchdowns. Riley Moore, three carries for 36 and a touchdown. Taylor Ray carried it 13 times for 32. Bryce Herman, six carries for 21. Seth Awoniak, two carries for 16. And Dalton Reed, one carry for seven. Passing department, Taylor Ray was 10 of 19 for 99 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Thad Lane, one for one for three yards. Receiving. Number 13 had two catches for 24 yards. Two catches for 20 yards for Myron Moore. Two catches for 17 for Seth Awoniak. Dalton Reed, two catches for 16 and a touchdown. Our man number 82, Dylan Scavo, carried the uh, one reception for 12 yards. Braden Lear caught one for six and a touchdown. And number 83, Bryce Kielbeck. Carried uh, one reception for three yards. As a team, Dickinson State was penalized five times, 45 yards in the ball game. They had 26 first downs unofficially and turned the ball over twice, one fumble and one interception. For Mayville State unofficially, 184 of total offense, nine on the ground, 175 through the air. They were led by Homer Reed, who had 11 carries for 24 yards and a fumble. Rashad Flanders carried the ball six times for 23. One carry for seven yards for Michael Barron. One for five for Lance Jackson. Octavius Hayes, four for a minus six. And John Poppy, uh, who was sacked quite a few times, lost 44 yards on 10 carries. In the passing department, John Poppy was 19 of 32 for 146 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, Lopez was 2 of 3 for 29 yards. 
and Michael Barron was 0 for 1 passing. Uh, receiving, Lance Jackson caught the ball seven times for 66 yards. Six receptions for 39 for Dontrell Horn. Jackson also had a touchdown in his seven receptions. Rashad Flanders caught three for 23 yards. Mark Witherspoon caught one for 22. Daquan Morris caught a ball for 10 yards. Jacob Lawrence, two catches for eight. And the lineman, Malcolm Glover, caught one ball for seven yards. As a team, four penalties for 30 yards for Mabel State in the ballgame. Unofficially, 13 first downs. And they had three turnovers in the ballgame, two interceptions, and a fumble. That is your game summary brought to you on KMAV by the Goose River Bank of Mayville, Hillsborough, and Haddon. As again, Dickinson State with the 43-6 win over Mayville State. The Comets dropped to 2-3 and three overall, still 0-2 in conference play. Dickinson State improves to 2-3 and three overall. They are 1-0 and in NSAA play. Let's move on now to player of the game selections brought to you by Mayville State University. Mayville State, yes, you go to their website, mayvillestate.edu, for more information. While you're there, go to mayvillestate.edu slash homecoming2014 and uh, check out all the festivities coming up in the next week as Mayville State uh, celebrates their homecoming and also will be celebrating as part of that the uh, 125th anniversary of Mayville State. And with the player of the game selections and then uh, maybe a few thoughts on the game, We'll uh, throw it over to Harry. Yes, I have uh, for the comments. I have uh, two players' game selections: one on offense, one on defense. Uh, offensively, Lance Jackson uh, had 66 yards receiving. Uh, he is a, a junior wide receiver. He also had a touchdown. Um, had a lot of catches, and uh, especially, I thought he did a good job of uh, of getting some of those screen passes, but finding an open running room and using his athleticism to go down the field. Also. Uh, Another uh, player's game selection is Emmanuel Raspberry on uh, defense. He had the interception for the Comets. Also had a number of uh, tackles, including a tackle for the loss early in the game. And uh, in general, I thought the the pass coverage was pretty solid for uh, Mayville State. So those are the players' game selections. Um, overall, in the uh, the game, I, I think the physicality of Dickinson State turned out to be a, a big factor in the game. Uh, their offensive line, their running backs were very physical. They kept their feet moving, and uh, I think that just played a played a factor in the defense. The defense didn't do a bad job for Mayville State, but they got tired, worn down, and Mayville or Dickinson just continued to uh, to have success in that running game. It was it's pretty much a perfect storm of bad things uh, for defense. Uh, it's hot. Dickinson State running a lot of plays and and just pounding the football on the ground. And the field position battle. And and, and the field position was slanted. Dickinson State from the very beginning. So, uh, yeah, the stack was, you know, it was stacked against Maple State. I mean, if Maple State didn't play well defensively, they could have given up 60 points because, you know, Dickinson had tons of drives. They made some big stops, especially early in the game. So give Maple State credit. It's just, it, it's tough when you're on the, on the field that much. Well, uh, thanks for coming on board this week, Harry. Unfortunately, uh, you won't be here for uh, next week's game against presentation. Uh, you have, uh, you'll be on assignment for the Devil's Lake Journal covering uh, Devil's Lake High School's homecoming. Definitely, but always, always a pleasure. Love football and love, uh, love coming to maybe, do a Jerome Burke Field. Maybe we'll sneak you back in before the end of the season. Never know. Again, the uh, final score today, Dickinson State 43, Mayville State 6. Uh, for Craig Keating back at the studio, for Harry Lipsy, I'm Mike Keating. Good afternoon.
You've been listening to coverage of Mayville State University Athletics. Today's action has been brought to you by KMAV's Comet Sports Boosters. We ask that you patronize these sponsors. At the very least, please stop in and thank them. They're the ones who make these Comet Sports broadcasts possible. For a schedule of upcoming KMAV broadcasts, go to our website, kmav.com.